shit. Alright. Uh, hold on. Have you... Do you... Do you drink, like... Liquid Death? I had it once. It was very refreshing. Dude, it's... It's stupid refreshing. It and is, it doesn't... It, like, it's... It's absurdly refreshing. I was like, this is just canned water. Yeah, and, like, exactly. And, I grew up on well water, so I know right. what, like, non-chlorinated water fucking tastes like, and it's delicious, and I had yeah. it, and I was like... This is like water plus. Yeah, it's very good. Like I remember because there like there was like that time and maybe it still is like all the different podcasters. So they say like in the comedy sphere, we're getting sponsored by Liquid Death mm-hmm. and they were like drinking it. And I was like, all right, this has got to be like the biggest gotcha scam of all time because it's just canned water. Like there's nothing special. <laughs> Holy shit. It is so good. It is so good. They probably do like reverse osmosis or something. It's something, yeah. Because I was drinking the white cans because I, I was like, this is, it's good still, like S-T-I-L-L. So like I didn't want to uh, ruin it if like the, uh, if the Seltzy was awful. I'm, I'm, I need to pace myself oh, on the Seltzy, dude. Oh yeah. I'm going to drown, waterboard me with this black can. Mm. <clears throat> Man, you know what they say once you go black. Oh man, you know what would have been really funny? What? If the white can was 12 ounces, but the black can was 16. <laughs> oh man. I'd be a fan for life. I would be a fan for life. I would oh, make sure they never like went how, out of business. Just like how Cards Against Humanity do. Uh, yep. Like they had that hidden card that was like a, what was it, a big black dildo or something like mm-hmm. that? And then they started naming their like extension packs the bigger blacker box. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So uh, all right. yeah. All right. Uh welcome back to another episode of Musically Reclined. I'm Ben. And I'm always Kevin. And uh this week we told you to listen to uh Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt. And then, uh, fuck the 90s, here's our noise by yeah. uh, Oxymoron. ironically came out in the same year i didn't know yeah that wasn't even on purpose i i saw that afterwards and i was like oh that's a nice little you know yeah so it's a whole thing we're getting closer whether we choose to or not uh subconsciously we're getting closer to cohesion here where things are kind of working themselves out <laughs> mathematically so that it's yeah it's a little bit more like uh in tune yeah. the venn diagram is closing in on itself to reveal Which is itself because like all these numbers have been like, like I, I every time that uh we do this i look through the through the list again there's some we're gonna have some fucking weird <laughs> episodes because we haven't hit on some of these ones that i uh-huh. like you put shit on here that i've fucking literally never heard of <laughs> so you know i'm excited man. oh i i picked up a couple new artists in like the past couple weeks since we recorded that i'm i'm very eager to put on and i do oh. hope we hit them soon Oh, dude, I do that all the time. I'm always just like, oh, is it that because I, I get into bands like very quickly and very hard? 
mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's like it's like i fall in love too quickly with bands yeah. so like sometimes i'll listen to a band for like a week and really like one album guess where that album's going on this oh podcast, hell yeah you know hell yeah um so yeah you uh you're going first again um <laughs> so uh, why'd, you pick, why'd you pick this album i picked this album because this is one of those this is another one of those like 2012 2013 uh, college albums for me that I just absolutely head over heels fell in love with. Um, but this is an album for me that only comes out uh, in the late spring and during the summer. Oh yeah. Um, no, it's a hundred percent a summer album. Um, and this is, so this is, I think no doubt second album. Yeah. And uh but it is it is my I, I I'm going to be honest with you I kind of really hate their first album. It's just like okay. It's too much. It's just like too like we're all ska third wave. We got a girl singer and she's got kind of a weird voice. Like it's we just got a too girl. Yeah, it's just too much. Like it's just way too much. Um but this is I think this is an album where they found I won't say they found their sound, but they found a sound. Yeah because every album sounds like pretty different from one another. Um, anyway, this is just one of those things where I listen to it and I, I swear to God, I listen to this album every day for like, for basically from the beginning of March clear until finals. Uh, it, it just, it was just something like, there's a couple of songs on here and I don't know if you ever get like this too, but I feel like uh, there's a couple of songs what is uh, all right? So the track listing, I can't do that quick math, but it looks like there's 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 9, no, 10, 11, 12, 13. Okay, 14. There's 14 on here. There's a bunch of songs that like I'm okay with. There's a couple songs that I just straight up don't like, but the like the remaining songs are songs that I like. If you have to shoot choose between like me and a clone, and you don't know which one's me, just like kind of bring this up and then that's gonna like reveal the truth. And but the way that I see it is that like the whole experience of listening to this album is just to get to those, but I kind of have to go through every other song to make those songs the most meaningful. If that yeah. like that, that sounds like super like why the hell no, do you do no. that to yourself? But no, like okay. it just that's a weird thing. Okay, we all have coping mechanisms. Um, I don't, but it, yeah, there's a lot I think going on here, and it's not like super uh, in depth. Like, it's not like a super deep. I mean, it's a Sky album at the end of the day. Like it's not, yeah. you know, they're not yeah. solving the world's problems or anything. But I think there's a lot of really interesting things that they do here. And um, they're, it, it, they, they're not not to like um, yeah, yeah. jump jump ahead. No, please. Uh, but I was actually surprised at how at times interesting this album was. Mm-hmm. Um, I was and, expecting because I know I know no doubt they they come from like a traditional like ska you know like like ska punk and yeah. like rock steady i mean fuck i think one of their albums is even called rock it steady, is yeah it is, is, yeah it is a genre you know two right and that kind of stuff and i know <laughs> i didn't even know that they were like that because i knew gwen stefani as like a mm-hmm. solo artist and, I, right. and of course i've heard like just a girl and and uh you know don't speak and stuff like that at the time whenever it came out yes i think i was like four or five whenever that came out and that was on the radio all the fucking time for mm-hmm. the next two years um but then like i remember i was doing i was in college and i was like deep diving 
um, a band and on YouTube or something like that. And they fucking popped up with a cover of Oi to the World by Oloy. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, wait, what? No doubt. Yeah, I just, dude. I, I thought no doubt, like, without literally knowing anything about them, I kind of had the assumption that they were almost like a Black Eyed Peas, like, light. Right. You know, I didn't no, think sure. they were in the ska like genre at all. Yeah, and that's what's like not not to get away from it, but like, and that's what's so disappointing for me, and I think a lot of No Doubt fans, uh, because like like I said, their first album was just so like in its own like bubble that it was like it's tough to listen to as someone who's like, yeah. I'm a ska, I'm a fan of ska, like I like doing things to ska, but I've never you know like I like a grill, you know, I drive around, it's, it's just a nice summer thing, and um. But like when you start getting into like like mustard plugs and like those like those kinds of things and it's like uh, what are oh, the I other? I still what stand by the fact that like third wave ska because I like old ska, like yeah. traditional ska, like shit that came out of Jamaica in the seventies, sixties, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. The early shit, like the two tone and whatnot. Um, but I do think that third wave ska is sounds like aliens trying to make human music. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, like it's, they have these big honky things and yeah. these stringy things, you know, it's just, it's almost to the point of like, if you almost feel like a lot of the bands were constructed entirely and are held together entirely by irony and that it's, it's like kind of to your point, like nobody really yeah. knows what's happening here. It's just like, they're all trying to get the same noise, irony but it's like a print. Yes, that's exactly. in like, like tiny, tiny uh what are they like liberty spikes oh yeah 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 the little yeah like the, like the casualties know. thing yeah. <laughs> yeah uh it's just like what is going on here um but this is i think their their best fleshed out album and then every album after this it just kind of gets worse and worse and it turns into a different thing um until you finally get gwen's solo career and then it's just like well what what happened what is going on? She married a country singer. She's on The Voice. I don't. Yeah. I, they they kicked She's her out like of the band. Vaguely like yes rap. Yeah, I don't. Know? It's like, like a weird pop thing. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I mean, Holla Back Girl is is almost its own genre. It, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, and the, I think the most interesting thing is where they're at now, is that and I think we we may have actually talked about this at some point, but they uh depending on who you ask they they kicked the 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 members of no doubt kicked gwen out of the band because they wanted like they came back to do i don't even remember what it's called honestly i I paid it that little mind uh push and shove apparently in 2012 and that was their first album in 11 years and it sucked and (laughs) it was so bad like i was like so amped for it because it came out yeah it came out in 2012 like i was in the midst of my like no doubt renaissance and i was like this uh, this is so bad like i don't even know what this is i don't know what this is and uh they so they yeah they, they kicked her out because they were like well we're already back like we're not gonna do a one album tour and then never again yeah so they got of all people to fill in davy havoc from afi jesus and they started a new band a new comma new wave band called dream car one word i mean that's and, that's that's a, that's a great <laughs> buddy new wave band name it's electric it is so good is it it's amazing <laughs> oh man is it on the list 
I think I might have put it on the list just because it's weird. I don't know how you're going to receive it because, like, I don't know how you feel about that kind of stuff. But, like, it is. I can get down with some fucking new wave. Dude, I love Donnie Iris, and he was Dude, new wave as fuck. It is so good. Like, it's it's not, it's a little bit more, like, it's kind of like if The Cure had a baby with Oingo Boingo. It's so, it, dude, it's nuts. Like, I I honestly was like you. Like, I started listening to it with the expectation of, like, just groaning through the entire thing. There's, like, there's like four or five legitimate play these at my wedding bangers. Jesus. <laughs> They're so good. I mean, fuck, I was saying Oingo Boingo as, like, just a weird, like, how, like, Russian people say blim. You mm-hmm. know, I was saying mm-hmm. that before I even knew it was a fucking band. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it's it's, like... I don't want to hype it up too much because that's just my opinion, but um, very few people who I've shown this to almost like, again, like uh, as a joke, because that's kind of how you have to approach it. Very few people have been like, yeah, I get nothing out of this. Like almost everybody I've shown it to has been like, "Mm, yeah, Yeah, if you're showing somebody new stuff from 2012, you expect it to just be like cold. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's, it slaps. It's good. Uh, I think they, they finally, the turnaround time was like 2015 or 2016. But uh, yeah, all the same. All the same. Um, so anyway, coming all the way back to 95. Yeah. We'll uh, back in. 20 years in the future or 20 years in the past. Um, yeah. It's all about uh, perspective, really. Yeah, really, whatever it is. It's a flat circle. Who gives a shit? Yep. Now, um, Spiderwebs is perhaps one of their more recognizable songs. Yeah. And um, I like it okay. I think it's, so this song is about a, uh, I think when she was in college, maybe she was in high school, I'm not sure, but Gwen had like one of those like crush stalker kind of things. Yeah. Um, And this guy just kept bombarding the house, her house with phone calls. So that's like literally what the song is about. It's just like navigating this world with this guy. Like she can't even use her own phone because she, it could be that time she picks it up right as soon as he calls or whatever. And now she's got to talk to this guy or whatever. Cause now like, you know, this trap has been snared or, or something yeah. like that. So it's not an incredibly deep song, but um, it's one that attracts people. Ironically that it's called spider webs. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird. Uh, it, it's definitely an interesting way to open up the album because uh, it's everything and nothing like what I'd expect. No doubt, mm-hmm. to sound like, like yeah. It, it I I initially wrote it down as like exactly what I expected. No doubt, to sound like. But then once you get through the album and you like kind of re-listen to it, you're like, oh, this is nothing like what I expected. No doubt, to sound like. As weird as that is to say. Yeah. Yeah, and it's definitely the first step in the the couple of different. Uh, I don't want to say genres because I don't think they switch entire genres, but the the. It's not the same thing the whole way through. Like they, they there's like a disco track towards the end that like gets a little bit yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's always this, different. Like you had like almost uh, that like Dano, 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 Bonano, like those yeah. like, wheelies in there. That's like like that's like very weird. To mm-hmm. in that you know that's almost like experimental it's almost like it, it kind of has like a coheedy it is uh, a little bit yeah you know yeah and I, I i think what what might be owed to that noise is that um shit i don't want to just start saying names i feel like his name the guitarist's name was 
Andy. Because Adrian's the drummer. It's Tom to, to, Dumont. Tom Dumont. Okay. Tom. So Tom is, and I mean, presumably still is, but at this time was, um, he was like, I think best friends with Gwen's brother, who was the original guitarist. And then he dropped out to do something else. It escapes me. But then Tom became the guitarist. But Tom, I think, is a number of years older than the rest of the band. Yeah, he I, looks it. Yeah, so he's he's at least, I want to say, five or six years older than the rest of the band. So I think that maturity and that kind of willingness to go, okay, well, everybody's doing just a normal, whatever the hell you tune a, a ska guitar to. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do is some pinch harmonics, and we're really going to... Yeah. We're going to pan tear this up a little bit. He does. He has like a lot. And that's the first thing that I noticed is like he has a lot of distortion on that for a fucking ska funk mm-hmm. kind of like revival yeah. soul psych album as this ended up turning out being. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then, I mean, you also got uh, Adrian, who I think was 16 at the time. Yeah, he was much younger. He lied and said he was of age to get into bars to play, but he was like 16 or 17 so you you got a you got a lead guitarist who's way older than everybody you got a drummer who's way younger than everybody uh tony's got a crush on gwen i don't know what's Uh, going on with gwen it's like a whole mess uh, and then then you have then you have gwen's (laughs) brother in there for yeah for for good measure i think he was their pa guy he was their keyboardist he was the keyboard okay there you go um i knew he did something with a board in front of him but uh yeah it's a whole it's a whole thing, oh, and man, this they is, almost went full fucking Fleetwood Mac. I was gonna say, dude, this is um, this album is very much like Fleetwood Mac, where a lot of it is about Tony. Like Gwen wrote it about Tony Cunell. Oh, jeez. Um, and like again, just like she, just like uh, she made Mick Fleetwood, like made him play it live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to do that. So. Sometimes. That's, that's, so that's there you go. And 101. Sometimes you're going to have to play a song that's written about you being an asshole. <sighs> yeah. Weird. Um, I notice, and, and and I don't know if it's because I, I just never paid attention before that I'm not that big of a Gwen Stefani fan to mm-hmm. to begin with, but um, I started calling, I started like just writing down uh, Gwenny Lee. Vibrato. There you go. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like a Gonzo kind of thing. thing. Yeah that uh getty lee does yeah it's the same fucking Gwenny well, Lee's very funny. In the same register which is kind of funny yeah um but she, anytime huh. she does that i'm just like oh Gwenny lee yeah um, it's it is definitely one of those things where like i don't think that i've ever heard anybody else do that except for except for getty lee yeah. uh and that's that's it's super specific you know? yeah she and she does it a couple of times and it just she does oh, it a lot the album. yeah throughout she does it a lot on one of my favorite tracks um, yeah, but it, it not in a way that's like a sustain. It's more of like, uh, it's just a note. It's just, it's kind of a weird, like, uh, just a thing that she does. It's, and it less becomes like, like, again, like a, like a, like a belting thing or, or a, like a sustain or whatever, but it's just like, it's just, it just becomes part of her, her cadence at a yeah, certain it's point. Cool. It's, a, it's like a little signature, you know? And I'm, I'm a big fan of it. Um, but yeah, spiderwebs is just like, it is your, completely for this album that's the thing i want to say prototypical but it's not because they they cannot pick a sound and stick with it which i think was their downfall but uh we i did and there's a couple tracks on here where i'm like i don't know what they're doing so much on this song that it's becoming unenjoyable yeah 
Um, yeah, definitely. There, yeah, there's there's a couple coming up actually. It, I feel like this is a, a thing that's mostly front loaded with like what you think, and then the back half is like a little bit more interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. No, there's definitely a a, a tonal shift. Yeah, <laughs> you would say. There you go. Um, but yeah, excuse me, Mister. Um, I like this song. It's an up. It's an up, it's a it's a downer song, but it's upbeat, and uh, it's about prostitutes, man. Yeah, Big yeah. Fan. I noticed that. I noticed that whenever I was reading through it uh, as well. I do kind. I do really. Again, I just have like more more Gwenny vibrato. Mm-hmm. You know? um, I do like how they have like a very standard like punk D beat behind mm-hmm. like strum guitar and the like little bass notes and whatnot. Yeah. Um, accompanied with Gwen's like uh vocal patterns it's it's very weird it's like three different genres meshing into one sort of thing yeah it's very cool and there are moments like that throughout the album where i'm like that was really cool what they did Mm -hmm. um like for instance later on in this song uh, they had this very fucking cool like 70s like um electric organ sort of thing like you know like ufo sort of uh elo type thing and it fucking goes straight into like this vaudeville bullshit out of yeah <laughs> see okay see i liked that part though no it's great but like it's completely unexpected it's like when yeah. i listen to like take and uh he fucking breaks out a banjo in the middle of this fucking like black metal song i'm like oh, yeah okay. i mean i like it but i wasn't yeah so the thing that's funny about this and it has nothing really to do with the song itself but um for some reason way past its prime uh, I want to say it was probably still. Ah, uh, shit. I cannot think of the name of the, the company that made Rock Band. But anyway, for Rock Band, they uh, they released, they, they charted this entire album. For all wow. instruments. Yeah. And they released it. And again, this was in that period of time where I was only enjoying this album. So, of course, for like. 20 bucks i bought it and they whoever charted the drums or whoever whatever group of people charted the drum track for rock band for this song decided that um and it usually is i mean all right side eyes aside uh it usually is note for note because it's just like there's nothing that complicated about like transferring a a drum uh sheet to an actual like plastic drum because like yeah as long as it's like a four, at least a three piece, all the good stuff's there. You can just do yeah. the thing. Um, they must have decided that this was going to be possible for people that cannot play real drums. <laughs> so th- that's what always sticks out to me is uh, that that. So it's with the, the what should I do? I'm about to crack as a force that comes up that whole part. It's yeah. just like. The, one of the proudest moments of my young life was was 100%ing this song because I don't know what I was playing, but I was hitting them. Oh, uh, dude. Uh, mass, uh, <laughs> uh, fucking uh, Rock Band and like Guitar Hero and shit like mm-hmm. that, those games. Um, what well, Rock Band had the vocals and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they... Uh, they definitely, I, dude, I got, uh, I got a 98% on vocals with Master Exploder. There you go. And I still brag about that. Dude. 28. <laughs> like that shit happened when I was like 14. Still brag about that. 
it, it dude it's exciting and it's like a lot of people look down on those games but it's like all right sure it's not a real guitar it's not a real drums and it's yeah. i know it's not even real vocals but like it's just it's just making sure that you're kind of hitting the same you're the right note but as far as like the you know the subtleties and the nuances yeah. of yeah. you know but uh it it, it feels good man I feel like it's like when you'd go to a house party and, and people would, would have it up and then they'd make you play like some Mickey Mouse Blink Wendy two song. Yeah. And you're like, all right, well, I guess I'm Travis Barker now. I guess this is happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, that was just one of those things I just wanted to add because it was just uh, it's just it's just like a weird over your over your hand thing. And you got to like. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's a D beat, which is like you know that and like you can do it like super slow or super like it's, mm-hmm. but it's it's very cool to uh to just be able to 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 have that and show that like little little punk edge. Yeah, yeah, it's that. it's very reminiscent of um pretty much anything off of like X Down the Ombre by um. What the hell? They sing uh Ixnay on the ombre? Yeah, it's fucking I had it. I had it. I had it. What is the name of that band? Oh my god. The offspring. Jesus Christ. Oh. Yeah, it's like every song on that album is just a, it's a D beat. And uh it just gets it's progressively well, faster or it, slower. The offspring's first album was just straight up punk. Oh, so good. Yeah, people sleep on that. I need actually need to put that on there. Yeah, I was gonna say if we haven't put that on there, we should put that on there. on there. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, that this the that that track was uh was definitely um interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big fan. Um just a girl. Everybody knows this one. Everybody knows this song, and it's uh it is it is in the running, I think, for one of the I won't say the worst songs on this album, but it's not near the top. I will say, yeah, like after, so whenever this song came on, the, my, my first listen through, I was like, oh yeah, no, I know this song. Like, mm-hmm. I, thought that, I thought it sounded familiar and stuff like that. And then my second listen through, I was like, why was this song so fucking popular? It's, yeah. It's not that good. It's really not. It's like pretty lame. It's pretty bland. There's like, not I get a- it. It's, you know, it's about being a, being a girl and yeah. you know, having to be, like she's a female front man. Um, right front person yeah you know i I, obviously i was in a band with uh, a female female uh front person and uh, i hated whenever we were labeled as female fronted because it's like it doesn't fucking matter it doesn't matter right it does not matter that shouldn't be a fucking selling point she's cape but she's she's a musician right yeah no absolutely and there's a lot of very clear imagery here like i get it um and you're making a point and that's wonderful and you're completely you know i don't want to sound like uh don't do it like if it doesn't matter that it doesn't matter like obviously good yeah. throw this album in there but like i think it's more impactful if it's not the single dude like i think it's if you yeah. find it yourself and it's not like on every single radio station every five minutes i think it's yeah. more impactful if they bury this somewhere in the album and it's like you know what hidden yeah, treasure exactly exactly but because this was like one of the first singles and I, I I think because it is like let me check how long it is. It's 
yeah, it's three minutes, 30 seconds. It's a mm-hmm. very radio friendly track yeah. to have, you know, it's got, it's, it's very concise and to the point. Holy Christ. It is their, oh, thank fuck. <laughs> I thought it was their most played track on this album with uh, on Spotify with a hundred thirty eight million. Oh, yeah. million uh, fuck Jesus, one hundred thirty nine million listens. Jesus Christ! But yeah, and again, I mean, it makes sense, man. For for, for like fringe enjoyers of No Doubt, this is yeah. one you're probably going to come back to. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, other than that, um, kind of lame. I usually wind up skipping it if I'm being honest. I've heard this song enough times for a lifetime. Yeah, I didn't even. Um, I listened to it once, and that's all it took to uh, to to bring back all those memories again. Of course, I listened to it on all the other listens through because I just wasn't skipping. But right, um, it didn't take a lot for me to be like, "Oh yeah, I remember this song." Just this, mm-hmm. that was a thing for a little while that people. Yeah, enjoyed. yeah, right up there with uh, "Walking on the Sun" and uh, oh, "Fly" Christ. by Sugar oh, Ray. The just- like <laughs> late, you know, the late. So like ninety eight to like two thousand and five was a fucking strange period oh, for pop music. Truly strange as fuck. Like go back and do any research, you'll be like. Oh, I thought this song was older, or I thought this song was newer. Or mm-hmm. I remember this song being this weird, or like, why is this song so linked to this one fucking movie that came out? Like, shit, what the hell was that? Superman or super superheroes? What was that one where they all had, uh, they all had like shitty superpowers? Oh, uh, Mystery Men. Mystery Men. Yes, sir. Yeah. Fucking my god! That what yeah. fucking song is like linked with that movie for fucking? Uh. I think it's All-Star again, but it's like pre-Shrek All-Star. Yeah. Um, mystery Men. OG All-Star fans know that it was a Mystery Men. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It was Shrek. All right. It Fuck was, uh, that. I want to say, I don't know. I don't know, but apparently Mark Mothersbaugh did the soundtrack. So Jesus, there you go. Um, but yeah, so like that whole period of, of shit was just super weird. Yeah. Um, and and no, it came out before that, but. Uh, right. But still like nobody. And that's the weird thing is that like nobody really sounded the same, but it was all the same weird. It was a very, the, the breadth of that weirdness yeah. was actually oh, incredible. Dude, super weird. Yeah. Like you list like fucking smooth came out around that time. Uh, like, okay. I guess we're like doing. Oh, uh, Buddy, do not even talk to me. Oh, don't even, don't even get on my wrong side about Rob Thomas and Carlos Santana. Oh Oh, man, it is a hot one. It is so good. Seven inches from a midday sun, dude. Um, yeah, I mean, Maria and shit like that. Pro supernatural on here. Oh, dude, it's such a good (laughs) album. That was my first Carlos Santana album. I think that was the first album that like my mom actually got me. There you go. It's still one of the coolest album covers ever. It's a dope. Yeah. Yeah. Super psychedelic. Anyway, we're getting off track. This is what the people come for. I think we should do like, like, like a period of music. We should do the weird. uh, Oh yeah. I'm into it, man. We have to do, we have to be future rock while also not being in. Everything was silver. Like you remember thong song? Oh, Cisco. Yeah. And he had like the weird archery glove. (laughs) Yeah. He had the one archery glove. Everything was silver. His hair had like the the OG Oakleys that were just like ovals. Beautiful. Nobody sampled that song. Beautiful. Uh, Yeah. 
Truly. So good. What? What? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, oh, buddy. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm right there with you. Um, so the next song, Happy Now. Happy Now? Happy Now. Happy Now? Is yeah, the, I actually, I actually, but I actually really like this song. I wasn't expecting it. This is the this is the Tony Kunal song. If you okay. Okay. if you couldn't if you couldn't tell from the lyrics right in front of you. Hey yes, yo, it, hey, I'll be here forever. <laughs> Never actually leaving. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck the waitress. Tip me. I need the money. Um, so yeah, this is uh, I. I since I actually don't like this song so much, I will give you the floor. Yeah. So, um, honestly, it's, I just, it's not even like looking through my notes here. It's not even that I like the whole song as mm-hmm. a whole. I just, for some reason, I fucking love the chorus. Okay. So much that like, are you happy? Like, I love it whenever they do the, do the harm, the, the, where the they're hitting different notes of the chord that they're that the vocals are playing a chord okay sort of thing um but uh yeah and then when i are you happy now tell me how are you happy now are you happy like i don't know really it's just a chorus that that makes it for me the rest of the song i'm very meh about but the chorus and that's kind of how i felt a lot on this album is that certain parts of each song i fucking loved and other parts yeah "Yeah, it was okay it was just a a bridge to the part of the song that i really like that, that that comes back again you know but um that's what i really like about this song is is the uh the chorus and pre-choruses no yeah i get that it just it didn't hit for me because like now that we've had a couple of quick songs like spy rub's pretty quick i guess excuse me mister is like that's the pace i look for um so i'll tolerate just a girl because it is a single but when we get to happy now and it's just like i don't know it's just not in the pocket for me yeah it definitely it's the song for it only being uh fucking 12 seconds longer than just a girl mm-hmm. um, at three minutes, 42 seconds. It does feel like it goes a solid five minutes. Yeah. I, they, will, I mean, I will say that. Yeah. Um, what else do we got? Uh, yeah. I mean, they, they, they do, they do the, I mean, they do the course three times at the end and then they just kind of fade out. If that fade out's the killer. Cause that's like a 30 second fade out. <laughs> And it just feels like an eternity. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely some some interesting producer um, liberties that were taken here um, with this song. Um, but yeah, that, that that's pretty much all I really have to say about Happy Now is that it has the the, the chorus has a cool like psych pop style mm-hmm. that, that we see come back later on. Um, yeah, later on in the album. Uh, definitely starting to feel like a tonal shift uh, mm-hmm. within the next like three songs, I'd say, between different people. Hey, you and the climb, specifically the climb. Yes. Um, but different people, I really liked um, because it's 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 honestly their their most ska like uh, skinhead reggae roots yeah. song, and I feel like that's it, this song in particular is Gwen's strongest vocal track. Okay. The entire album. She hits almost her entire register, I think. This is, if I remember correctly, this is the first song that Gwen wrote by herself. That would make sense. That would make sense. Um, and this song makes me very happy. 
like this was uh it's just one of those like pure joy songs for me where if you're not really paying attention to an album but you're like wait a minute this is i need to go i need to listen to that again i think i like yeah, this song exactly. a lot because it, it, it's very chill and laid back but also mm-hmm. like upbeat enough to where you can kind of do pretty much anything behind it like it's not a sit on the couch and listen to a song like you can walk you can run you can drive mm-hmm. you can, but you know do anything yeah and it's just like it's a nice song man like it's just like a be cool to one another kind of thing and it's like there's a lot of cool stuff it's like saunder the song but like not in a creepy like poetry way it's like a yeah people yeah, are doing no, cool stuff man like yeah it's, and it's uh, so it's, simple it's just a you know feed the belly type song you know it's just, yeah it's just a feel-good song yeah there's it's nothing like what, wrong with that you can totally have that you know he says uh you know, you don't have to be a famous person just to make a mark. A mother can be an inspiration to her little son and change his thoughts, his mind, his life with just a gentle hum. Yeah, that's 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 honestly some of my favorite lyrics on the entire album. Just so nice, like, man. Like Personally, because you know, I was I was raised by a by a yeah. Mom. Oh, it's single mom crew, man. Single mom crew. Single mom. That's what I mean. All right, oh, so wait, we're changing we... the name of the podcast. <laughs> single mom crew. <laughs> I forget where the fuck I was. I don't know if it was at the. Uh, it was whenever we were working in Ikea or maybe I was in college, but it was like me and a couple of buddies were going to form like the no dad band. Cause we all were raised by single moms. <laughs> That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. The no uh, dad band. That is funny as hell. Um, but okay. So with the, uh, the Gwenny Lee thing, uh, specifically on this song, when she does, where does it say? Oh, she does. She's like, that. <laughs> Yeah, so it's um, okay. So it's uh, he and she, two different people with two separate lives. When you put the two together, you get a spectacular surprise or a spectacular surprise. And it's right here when she says, "Cause one can teach the other one," but it's the it's the can teach, one can teach. You know, it's she does that thing, and uh, that's that was like the moment where I was like, "Oh, stop doing that, or I will fall in love with you." Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it. I think it's because it's such a unique vocal trait that, like, I'm sure a lot of people can do it. But, I mean, the only two people off the top of my head that, that can do that is Gwen Stefani and Getty Lee. I mean, so what we're saying is Gwen can do Rush, but Getty can't do No Doubt. So who's really the better singer? <laughs> I mean, I'm also saying I've never seen them in the same room. That is true. That is I'm, true. Wow. I'm sure there's a fucking picture of them somewhere. <laughs> somebody's gonna be like uh actually uh actually yeah that's that's amazing but uh, <laughs> no doubt played montreal in 1987 <laughs> yeah their first show was actually in pittsburgh in 1977 they opened <laughs> oh, for kiss God, so I, the melon arena the, there's one of those yinzer facts that i fucking loved whenever i first knew it and now i fucking yeah. hate it because everybody <laughs> says it. it's like it's it. too out there yeah it's too out there man um we were gonna go to the bars but when we went to go see what they were doing they were just doing math problems in their hotel room or something oh yeah no they were watching tv because they were yeah. with kiss and kiss thought that they were gay because they didn't want to hang out with the groupies and i'm like let let them be let them be Mr. okay yeah let them be you're talking to three of the greatest musicians the world has ever known let them watch mash and friends and friends yeah there's good buddies uh let them watch American television. Truly. They used to, you know. R.I.P. Uh, so, hey, you. Yes. Um, all right. So this is a song that 
I I don't know that I fully get it. So I, I, I get on the surface at least what she's saying. Uh, however, I don't know if it's tongue in cheek or if it's for real, for real, but this brings me to a theory that I don't know that I've ever stated publicly because it's a little tinfoil hat, but I feel like, and a lot of bands do this actually like a staggering amount. And I haven't thought about this for a while. So I, I don't have a, no, it's nothing like, well, it's nothing offensive to the average person. So we'll say that much, but a, a couple of bands do this and it's usually on the album that gets them famous. And I don't know if it's that's by design or, or what's going on, but there's always like one song that's kind of like, a, I don't want to say a downer, but it, it's kind of negative towards kind of following your dreams. And okay. the, other, the other song that comes to my head is Hollywood Hills by Weezer. And they're not Beverly Hills Bever, or Beverly Hills. Yeah. Beverly Hills by, by Beverly Weezer. Hills, but... Yeah. Beverly Hills by Weezer where it it's one of those things where like, it's kind of a pleasant song. If you're not really paying attention, it's kind of like the, um, Hey, ya yeah, of kind of things yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. where you're not really paying attention or whatever, but the words get into your head and it's just like, um, so, I mean, all right. So for example, just, the first, the first stanza is, hey, you with the wedding dress on made of white chiffon blowing in the wind. Hey, you with the dreams in your head. You've been so misled by your heart's pull. I know you're waiting for your ship to come in. You anxiously wait for such a long time. And I guess now that I'm reading this like this, it's more of like a, a, a love doesn't isn't isn't real kind of song. But. Um, oh, she even says your name will never change. All right. So maybe I was wrong about this one. Oh, shit. You can either you can either you can either leave that in for me to be an idiot and own it, or you can cut it out if you want. But man, oh, uh, because like, I think it opens up an interesting uh, discussion where you can have you know uh, one of the things that I that I try to check myself on a lot um, is kind of judging people for their own choices. Yeah. Know? So like, yeah, yeah. Um, but then again, it's like looking at this song. Is she talking to herself? Yeah, so I think this is another one of those Tony songs that she was she wrote when she was upset about it um, because they did date for a little bit. I want to say months. And then and then they decided that it probably wouldn't be good because if they if they went like all in on it and then eventually, you know, the chances being that that was that that was that 1990s love where you can date for a few months and write almost an entire fucking award winning album about it. We went from we went from cocaine binges to, to yeah. relationships, and it's like, boy, which drugs worse? Who's to say? Yeah. But um, uh, yeah. Anyway, if we ever get back to that, if we ever put one of the Weezer albums, which I don't know that we ever will, but I kind of want to get back to it. Um, I I just think that it, those bands will put something in there that is like, hey, we made it, but you probably can't, so don't even worry about it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like. It, it, but that's almost like them kind of like keeping some of their cred a little bit. Yeah. Like it almost seems like, like, oh, we're here, but we don't exactly like it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, for yes, sure. You do. Shut the fuck up. Yes, yeah. You do. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
So that's the end of that point. But now that I'm I'm looking at this, this is actually a more interesting song than I. It's not a much interesting, much more interesting song, but it's it's a more interesting th- song than I thought. Yeah, I mean, just looking at these lyrics, I see Ken and Barbie doll like thirty times. So yeah, I'm assuming a lot of that shit gets repeated a lot. Um, it, yeah, it sure does. Playing it's, it back in my head. Um. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty much like the same three lines all over again. But um, it's an interesting. I if I remember correctly my head it's like a it's a weird kind of uh instrumental like the the track itself musically is just like it's just like uh it's kind of like a i don't know if she meant this or if i'm projecting it's kind of like uh like one of those like 50s like sitcom intros yeah yeah um so one of the things that I, I so it's very psych pop heavy banger. This is when we're starting to get like real big into like their weird shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the verse reminds me of something. So the verse is very familiar to me. There's and and uh, what pops off on the top of my head is Galaxy 500 by uh, uh, I think Reverend Horton Heat. OK, but it's like, do, 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 do. But then again, at the same time, it also reminds me of the Simpsons intro that. Yeah. But I also think that there's a fucking classical song that is also similar to this. But every time that this song popped up, I like almost wanted to bash my head against the wall because I'm like, I know what classical song this is. I cannot fucking think of it. And then fucking Galaxy 500 would get stuck in my head. There you go. That's Which how it happens. If you've never heard that song. I might I might have heard it. Reverend Horton Heats is one of those, like, I feel like uh, you, you get to pick so many weird artists. And yeah. unfortunately, in my youth, in my haste, I, I picked up on... Uh, okay, yeah, it is Reverend Horton Heat. Okay, yeah. just wanted to double check on that. Um, they... Uh, I wasn't super big into them because, of course, like the only thing that and, and don't get me wrong, I love Rob the President because that's that's just a funny song. But I was like, yeah, hey, if, if all of his shit is like this, I mean, how into it can I be? But actually, a, lo- a lot of his shit is like fairly diverse. Um, uh-huh. I highly recommend listening to him. Maybe I'll throw an album on. But anyway, yeah. So um, definitely like because what this song has sitar at the beginning. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So definitely getting getting into some of their psych things. And this is where. This is where I feel the album starts kind of the wheels start kind of jittering back and forth on the fucking track a little bit. Like starts, it's going a little bit too. Uh, it's about to go off the rails a little. Okay. Bit. I was yeah. So that's interesting because I while I agree with you, I think I look at it from the other way. Right at this point, I'm going okay. Things are about to things are about to open up. You know, it's kind of like yeah, yeah. Been, I'm not saying that. I'm you, not saying you, that that that, it, yeah. that it's a bad thing. But, okay, um, I was like, yeah, you're like yeah, the, no, no, the, the no, plane's no, about to crash into the goddamn mountain. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's like you've made your way through the party. You've done the the queen wave to a couple people. Now you've you've come through the other side of the ballroom. You're loosening your tie a little bit. We're yeah, about they, to get they weird. Started to they've started to to jump off and experiment a little bit, mm-hmm. um, which is which is cool, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like those. Um, you see like the like the comments on Instagram or like the captions on Instagram or whatever or like Facebook or whatever and it'll be like you'd be like yeah so the draft is coming up tonight and then tomorrow you know I've got a beer binge and I'm gonna go hunt with the buddies and then now that all yeah. the girls have left the chat uh guys how oh, do you yeah. do this thing because uh, yeah. I really need help and I don't <laughs> think the color is right it's like one of those things yeah yeah exactly exactly classic misdirection 
Uh, okay, so the climb. This is an interesting track. I yeah, I don't know that I love this song, but for what it is, I think it's really, really interesting. It is, um, and I I picked up on it obviously the, the my first couple of listens to, but it really I really fucking focused whenever I was listening to it today because I needed to parse it a little bit. It yeah, is Britpop worship. Okay, it is Britpop worship to, through and through. Um, so the there's Beatles in there. Obviously, you get the like little strawberry fields, like that the 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 uh, the like whoop whoop the the shit that the uh um keyboards doing Mm -hmm. you get that um so a little bit of mix of strawberry fields in there and i want you she's so heavy in the verse a bit right so this this is me tinfoil hat pepe sylvia here with this song because this song was very interesting to me um and then uh Okay, yeah. So, so it was a mix of like Strawberry Fields and I Want You, um, but then it definitely hits into like a bit of like We Are the Champions, where where it's like, you know, yeah, yeah. And then it goes back into the Beatles style psych pop ambience in the bridge with all that like weird noise and shit in the background, and then uh, yeah, and then into the final verse. and there's probably a little bit of like Pink Floyd and stuff in there as well, but this just sounds like a worship track, um, to me. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah. So I want to say that without making th- those connections, because I mean, thank God you're here for that. Um, I just thought it was such a departure, like because we've had a couple of different slow songs, um, but we this one's like a full on like. This is a complete. This is almost well, not even. A, it's a, like a. Yeah, it's, it's if it, if I found out this was like yeah. this was a cover, and it was just like out there, and I was like, all right, yeah, sure, whatever, it's great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just there's a lot of like, just I don't know. I just there's really interesting shit going on in this song. I just yeah, like, yeah. it's like the drum track in the back is like a very mature one. Yeah. Which we I mean we went from you know punk lines to to this mm-hmm. um those those light symbol taps that's, yeah. that's how you know it's yeah drummer. exactly and uh it's nice and brassy yep and it's i mean even just like the i guess the um the way that this because the idea of like striving and 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 potentially failing but coming too far to turn back it's not the most i don't want to say it's like not mature as in like it's an immature it's not a novel thought for sure, but the way that they've presented it is, is a way that's like, okay, there's like, there's a wisdom to this though. Now it's not quite like, you know, it's, I don't know. I, I just feel like a lot of people, like almost everybody actually kind of, if you're a band at a certain point, usually on the second album, you have this song, but yeah. it doesn't sound like this. It sounds like everything else where it's like, okay, well, did you really learn your lesson? Because it's the same song as you've always done. Just the lyrics are different. But yeah. This is yeah. like a totally, totally different song. Yeah. I do think in the course, it is kind of cool how, uh, uh, in, in, in the build up to the chorus, she is like taking a, uh, like, um, stair step. Yes. Melody approach. And it, she is her, her vocal pattern is actually climbing. And I was like, yeah, yeah it's like, it's super simple and it's super basic. I always like it. I was like, Oh mm-hmm. okay, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it's you're doing what you're saying that you're doing. Yeah, it's always I do appreciate that kind of um, fuck. I'll say that kind of artistry with with what you're doing. There's a there's a third dimension. It's an X factor kind of thing. It's uh, it shows forethought and it shows, uh, I guess, if you want to say audio design, Um, big into it, big into it. Good for you, Gwen Stefani. Good for you. And if if you want, you don't have to do this, but but listen to the first ten seconds of the climb, and then look up real quick. I want you. She's so heavy, and listen to the first ten seconds of that. Yeah, you don't you don't have to, but I'm just saying, just saying. You should do it. That you should listen to them and do it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good to move on. Yeah. Good. Uh, so sixteen. Oh. My I God. fucking love this track. Oh man, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Cuz you hate this track. I fucking hate this track. <laughs> <laughs> it is thrown that out there early. I this is my least favorite track on the entire album. I, I love the this song. Dolphin smile. What is a dolphin smile? It's cuz you know they curl at the it's very it's a wide smile. It's, it's a fish. like a it's a is it a fish or dolphin's fish? No, it's a mammal. That's a mammal. It's a Wait, no, yeah. they don't have nips. They don't have Wait, hair. Fuck, is it? Hold on, hold on. What's a fish? Hold on. Okay, Google. Fish? Are we are we di, di, uh, diagen, diagenes now? <laughs> Show me a man. Um, is a what is a dolphin? Dolphin, a mammal. It is an animal. Uh, dolphins are mammals, not fish. But how? Dolphins are warm-blooded, and unlike fish who breathe through gills, dolphins breathe air in their lungs dolphins must take frequent trips to the surface to catch a breath how sway okay fine sure okay so they're they're mammals not with their mammalias with their mammalias um i don't know i this is one of those songs where i just kind of feel it i don't really listen to what she's actually saying so hey man, lyrically you're, you're permanently 16 it's fine yeah that's i mean that's what i'm saying man it's just like uh but that's the thing is that it's kind of just it's super disparaging actually where it's just like you think you think you know who you are but you don't even realize that you've got another probable 60 years on this planet like you haven't even hit a quarter of your life you don't know yeah. shit about shit um yeah um and we'll say the bass on this track. Fucking oh, slaps. dude. Oh, it's so good. That's um, even like the instruments, like say what you want about like what she's saying or how it sounds. The the instruments individually between Tony and then the uh, the good. Like, I mean, again, it's like a second six second guitar solo, but like it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, what yeah. are you sweet picking? What is happening? <laughs> Yeah, the guitar solos honestly took me off track, uh, off off uh, off guard um, uh, a few times throughout this album because I just wasn't expecting it at all. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the thing, man. Uh, Tom shreds, and he shows it a couple times, and it's it's that's a weird thing for me, man. All right, so I, I kind of want to talk about that a little bit uh, with you being the expert here, whether you want to be or not. Um, it was uh, for a very long time uh, my perception that you played the music you were capable of playing like the, the what you were playing was your ceiling so if uh if you played like pop i would always kind of assume that you were just not a very gifted guitarist now again i was like 14 
yeah. when I thought this, but I was always just kind of under the assumption. I was like, oh, well, that backing guy, like that, that, that uh, studio musician, like he's, he's just working, you know, he knows his chords essentially. Yeah. And like, there's not a lot of talent or, or high skill level or, um, you know, again, there's no, there's no real artistry what they're doing. They're just like literally playing an instrument. Like you would type on a keyboard. Like it's just the thing yeah. that they're doing for money or whatever. Um, and it is, it was a really stunning revelation f- to me, for me, I guess, to realize that uh, if you, if you're a guitarist of any genre at a professional level, there's a good chance uh, you're goddamn incredible. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, the sign of any good musician is that you can play at least, um, you can at least get by in like a few different genres mm-hmm. and like write songs not even like cheesy standard like you know shit that is you know color by the numbers type shit but you yeah. can actually write songs in more than i would say three genres i don't yeah, feel man. like that's that's uh, that's unobtainable i mean no. obviously your instrument is gonna like kind of hinder you a little bit but yeah but then again like like bassoon i'm not sure if you're going to be able to throw a bassoon into a fucking rock track i'm sure not don't try no, it yeah hey try it go for it but Frank like guitar Zappa. guitar is definitely a little bit more versatile yeah there's so many genres that you can throw that's what i'm guitar, saying yeah you know. with with a certain and especially just depending on what spectrum you're kind of coming in from so like if you come in as like uh i don't know why you would do this coming into it but if you came in as like a like a like a Motown or like a funk soul kind of thing. Um, it's like uh, the Scandinavian languages. There's, it's like between that and um, between like funk, soul, jazz, uh, yeah. blues. Like it's all like basically the same thing, which is like a different, you know, frame of mind. Yeah. Um, it's all pretty translatable. But yeah, I mean, so what's, um, for instance, I'll just say this. I don't know if you remember the, I don't know if she's still still out there doing the damn thing, but um, her name was Ori Anthe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. She was uh, Michael Jackson's uh, live. I don't know if she was the studio guitarist, but she was definitely the live guitarist. Yeah. And holy shit, like. Yeah, she's an Australian lady, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she used to like play with Prince. Do you know how goddamn good you have to be to play with Prince? Yeah, because. <laughs> so this actually took me a while to to understand is that because I know like growing up like guitarists that i respected yeah like, okay were like sweated prince yeah and i was like he's a front man like mm-hmm. yeah he throws a solo in here and there but like how many front men do you see that like they pick up a guitar for like two songs and they set it down and then that's it like the rest of the night it's like mm-hmm. man, prince like prince knew how to fucking play and play very well yeah he uh one of the i don't know if it's debilitating and like a a negative sense but it is slightly uh, disarming to realize that he wrote uh probably about 75 percent of every song you've ever liked yeah it's yeah. it's just a ridiculous absolutely yeah, like, well, stupid number that, of people that money because yeah he has like like everybody I'm, I'm not saying and this is probably gonna fucking infuriate prince fans but like yeah i'm not super versed in him but i know mm-hmm. like purple rain is like was sure a, was a groundbreaking album but then i can't name any other albums by him so mm-hmm. he was obviously raking in the money somehow yeah and i don't doubt that he just wrote songs for other people that's what a lot of guys do 
of yeah, a he, fucking he, Lemmy from Motorhead. He mm-hmm. made a shitload of money by writing songs for other people just because he just liked doing it. You know, it's not yeah, like man. he was hurting for money. He was like, oh, yeah, no. He wrote songs for Ozzy all the time. Yeah. Fucking Hellraiser. He wrote that for Ozzy, and then he did his own version of it. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's practically what, like, Pharrell does. Again, like back in yeah, the pop yeah, world, exactly. like Pharrell's—he's mostly just a songwriter. Like, and that was what's so—it's weird that um, I guess uh, what's his face is uncanceled. Um, his name Robin. Robin Big, no. Nope. Uh, oh, you're thinking of uh, shit. His dad was an actor. Yes, 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 yes. The two and two guy. Yeah, the yeah. Guy, Robin Thick. Robin Thick. I guess he's uncanceled. Is he back? Is he activated? He was canceled. To I didn't. I did, that's not my bag, so I didn't know that he was canceled to begin with. But I mean, that one song that he came out with was very creepy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, blurred lines. Yeah, uh, that yeah, was like kind of the track. That was kind of the track. Um, and what I thought was really interesting about that, and, and there's a point to this, is that uh, it came on. So I started a radio station today for like kind of that weird like late aughts early tens pop hip-hop pop thing um like like uh CeeLo Green Gnarls Barkley like that whole like uh nerd I guess Gnarls Barkley was they need to bring that back that shit was so good for sure uh but anyway Blurred Lines came up and I, I started thinking that it was so it was like not like hysterical but it was kind of funny to me one how long we let people get away with that song before we were like, you know what? Maybe not cool. Uh, but it was long enough for me to remember all the words to that song, which is like, <laughs> uh, okay. Even the, the, the TI part, which was, I mean, I'm going to be honest on the record. I'm kind of happy that I still remembered it. Cause uh, it's fire. Anyway. Um, what's weird to me is that TI was so quick to be like, uh, I actually didn't, uh, didn't do anything with that. I didn't write that song. It's all Robin. It's all Robin. Meanwhile, like, he was like uh no actually he has that that streaming career now to keep yeah yeah exactly man so it's just like uh it's just funny that he was like he was like the guy he was like if timbaland was producing the song pharrell was probably writing it and then some no-name rebecca black kind of person was singing it and they were getting famous and that's how the music industry works so uh don't join a band take up a trade anywho <laughs> yeah, be that band that's like down at your local pub and just having fun every weekend. Don't try to make it because it will crush your soul and you'll end up hating half the people that you are doing it with. So I am just like uh like insultants of swing, man. Oh yeah. Check out yeah. Guitar John. You know, you don't Guitar care if he makes the scene. He knows all the chords. Yeah. He doesn't want to make it he doesn't want to make it fuck. I can I used to know that. I he was like that. uh you don't matter. It don't matter if you don't make the scene. He's got a daytime job. He's doing all yeah, he's right. Yeah, doing all right. Yeah, that's what it is, man. Oh, dude, it's so good. What, what a fucking all with his album. thumb, man. All with his thumb. Yeah, he's too good, man. Mark Knopfler, Knopfler. Yeah, yeah. That's just a chill track. That's just a it is. good. That is just like a very well written track. Oh, and then the solo at the end? Yeah. Just like squeedly deedlies. 
And you can tell he did it in one in one go because oh, like yeah. he he screws yeah. up a little bit at the end. He's like, ah, he drags a note and he's like, ah, whatever, we'll just keep oh, yeah, I'll going. Leave that. I'll, I'll, I'll leave that in. That's why that's why I love love bands like that. that's why I like uh, Tony Iommi so much because like if you listen to his mm-hmm. and even like even though the legend with like Jimmy Page is like oh he he did fifty four takes of Stairway to Heaven. It's All like right. yeah, but. If you listen to his other shit, it's like there's notes that don't sustain long. Like he fucks up a lot. That's why whenever yeah. I heard that, I was just like, "Oh, I don't have to be this super clean guitarist." I, I yeah, just, man. I'm Honestly, I think it works like better. Fat. <laughs> so that was a tangent. Um, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so w- what's next? What's next? Well, you didn't even get to talk about how much you don't like sixteen. I'll talk about it in my in my okay okay I just don't like it I just okay I just wrote uh, after four listens through all I could write down was that it is a hot mess of a track <laughs> <laughs> and that the verse is pleasant but woo lad that is that is verbatim what I wrote down um, that is funny it's just it just doesn't hit it for me it just doesn't hit it for me like like the bass is cool I like the bass and all that but. Uh, I don't know. And then like, uh, like I mean, and that's, that's fine. I get it. it, it, it the, the chorus is cool, but yeah, it just doesn't, it just doesn't do it for me. For me, it, it does. And I don't, I don't know how well you know them. It sounds to me like, uh, say Ferris. And, uh, I like that about this. Cause it's like, hmm. It's kind of juvenile. I mean, it's the subject matter included, but it's just like, you're right. It is kind of all over the place, but it, it, it definitely seems to be a more of a, an, like a emotional response thing than like a critical analysis thing. So it's just like a wave of noise and like, you really just can't get away for the, it's, I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. One of those things, but I really do consider this a, a part one of two. Oh yeah, I mean because sixteen and Sunday morning kind of bleed into each other a little bit, you know. Yes. Unless you're talking about a completely different track. No, no, no. It is it is Sunday morning that I consider the part two. Um, and it's it's just uh, it's I I think those those one two I I brought it up. I don't know if I did it on the last episode or the episode before last, where I was like, if there, are there any like two songs or three songs in a, in a row that you just like consider oh, yeah, them to be yeah, perfect. You, you, you were, you were, it was almost like a thought experiment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you brought that up last year. Uh, this is, this is one of them right here. Now I, I might have to take it back because the third one in the line would be don't speak. And like, I'm like, whatever about Yeah, And you can't speak. really backtrack it to the climb because it's kind of sandwiched yeah. between two very different tracks. But that being said, I, I do true like sunday morning is like it is a great sunday morning track yeah it is very I like, like I, I really like this track a lot it has a very like the the um the keyboards give it a very old school reggae like two-step two-tone uh, mm-hmm. vibe um with just the sound even is very like because it because a lot of those guys had that old school like organ yeah, and so that's what they were using, like the 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 Rhodes type type organ, and that's exactly what he's doing here. And then that like bap 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 bap, you know, it's like yeah. very, and then it kicks into like a pretty standard like reggae track, which is which which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's just a nice song, man. And then it, it does go back and forth between like a kind of a 
a ska heaviness with that like constant yeah. like that yeah 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 it's just an enjoyable one too man like this is a very for me i mean this is a this is a solid solid eight minutes of music that i do not ever regret listening to but oh yeah the ca- talking about them combined yeah the, the caveat okay. is that you have to listen to them back to back because they do fade in and out so you feel like yeah they do they bleed into each other you get and fomo if, if you don't listen yeah. to the other one yeah, so exactly some songs are just meant to be listened to back to back it and some songs were um you can definitely see the evolution of music over time because back in the day likely 16 would have just had slash sunday morning and it would have been like a fucking 8 minute track you know? yeah like yeah like war pigs luke's wall you know mm-hmm. Technically, those are two different tracks, but they they are written in the same session. So, of course, they're going to go great together. Yeah, man. What a track. Um, yeah, not too much on the uh, lyrically to, uh, yeah. to really speak about it. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's again, it's it's Scott, dude, like yeah. we're going to have a, a trip with Oxymoron. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm almost <laughs> like. I'm almost nervous about it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, again, don't speak. Don't speak, man. I know exactly what you're thinking. Um, uh, it's, yeah, it's another, it's the other single. It's like, how many times do you have to listen to this song before you get it? Um, okay, so j- j- just to stop you there for a second. Um, there's a little blurb here on uh, the Genius website. Yeah. Uh, about uh, Gwen and uh, Tony Canal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they met in high school and dated for seven years. Okay, so, so I was tracked on that little blurb earlier. Yeah, about the whole like little months thing. Yeah, I was wrong. I was very wrong. Seven yeah, so years. That's a significant. That's a significant breakup. That's a significant breakup. Who lad? But anyway, you were saying. Um. Yeah. It's uh. Don't speak. I know. I know just what you're saying, so please just stop explaining. Don't tell me because it hurts. It's uh, yeah. I mean, she gets up there, and that's it's yeah. a good uh, register flex. Yeah, I think that's what I, I I really enjoyed about this song, even though it's it's. I mean, everybody's fucking heard it before. Is that she plays on her frailty? Yeah, of her voice because she doesn't have. Whenever she's in that register, I'm sure it's very comfortable. And it's not frail, but it sounds frail. Yes. So whenever she does that, like, kind of whispery, you know, like, and then she, like, rips into the chorus where it's, like, she's using her more power. She's 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 saying it with her chest. Yeah. You know, like, don't speak. I know what you're saying. It's, like, it, it's very, uh, not alarming, but because that's not the right word, but it's it's, like, you know, she's letting you know I'm not, you know, it's like authoritative thing yeah it's very that's it yeah it's, it's very authoritative yeah yeah for sure i mean and that's uh and it does kind of bring up like bring home the fact that she you know wrote the song and is making him perform it live uh and at this point like they were pretty big like coming yeah. off this album so it's not like he had to do this at, like local bar shows for tickets like Oh they God, were playing like terrible stadiums oh that's so much worse that's so much worse but yeah I mean, at the other end of the spectrum, like they're playing, you know, like stadiums and stuff. So, yeah, pick who you want to do it in front of. But 
Um, yeah, it's another one of those songs. I think they have a they have a thing going on in this album where they don't quite know how to end songs. I've noticed that. Yeah. So they just kind of dick around for like a minute. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely one of those ones where it's like, okay, all right, you could have, you could have. Yeah. You, it's you like uh, looking at the watch. Ugh, gotta go. Don't speak. Yeah. It's like, la la la. Yeah, it's Don't like speak. you, you wind up giving this song the old Irish goodbye after a while. Yeah, yeah. just, just skip it near the end. Um, um, you can do it, man. You can do it. This is a. This is a fun track. <laughs> I don't know how I, I still don't know how to feel about this song. So this is the disco track. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, that, that, yeah. right at the beginning, you know what you, you know what you're in for. It's, it sounds like it came like right out of the deuce. Yeah. With that kind of like, uh, not really blondy kind of thing, but it's just yeah. like funky, man. It does. It's like has this like uh, this funky, fresh, like it's definitely a summer beat, um, mm-hmm. you know, fun, upbeat chorus, uh, like consistently throughout. She's kind of has this like, so, and I thought about this today as I was listening to it one last time. You know how like in the mid mid to late 90s, all these bands, oh, all these like, um, and I'm sure it was only like three or four of them, but I'm going to say all these uh, yeah, yeah. Like female, female pop artists were bringing back the like old school kind of vibe sort of thing. Like how they had that Moulin Rouge and shit. Oh yeah. 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 And whatnot. I kind of get that vibe from, from Gwen's vocals on this okay. a little bit. Like they're definitely, they're definitely a little bit more sultry than any of the other tracks, Yeah, you know, which is kind of interesting, but yeah, like, like her vocal pattern is very like, um, Moulin Rougey, like uh, how they were, how the the melodies and whatnot that they were using in that movie and the, and and those songs for that movie, um, it's very it's very much in the same vein. So I don't know, maybe that's the only reason why I thought about that. No, I definitely get that. I'm trying to see. I I do think that it's really. Um, so just the internet went out. There's a lot. Yeah, of I don't syllables. know what happened, but uh, in this was unpleasant. And I think that that does force thought maybe a cat some of the vocal patterns mid midstream, um, which is probably the oh, biggest God. big brain thing I've saying? ever said. But um, talking about you can do it, just like the yeah. Unfortunately, I like it. Okay, yeah, it's, but you it's have to a, say it like unfortunately. I like it because it's weird, and sometimes I'm like yeah. really feeling it. And, and but I do think what but, I guess what I'm um, getting at is it does lend itself to like. I think that the next two songs, like, well, shit, uh, we wrote are the definitely song. much more interesting or worth talking about. So okay, if you've yeah, got your yeah. your piece, no, we're, we're good. We're good. I, I I like it. I like um, um, you can do it because it's a nice, refreshing, like kind of funk banger, you know. But there's really not not a whole lot else to uh, to talk about it, you know. A world go round is interesting, definitely is. But I want to hear your take. Okay. Um. Boy, we are skin of our teeth over here. Casa de Cross. It's like, I'm like, try. I found a Milky. I bought a Milky Way, and I forgot that I bought a Milky Way. Which, where would you place, uh, undiscovered chocolate with undiscovered pocket money? Um, just by how you stated that, it was obviously not in a pocket. It was not my pocket. No. Um, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just. It's exciting. You can't spend it, obviously, but I do find it exhilarating to find. uh, 
hidden hidden chocolate bars, full size chocolate bars too. And I don't eat a lot of sugar, but I had my birthday cake and I'm going on a bender. And oh, I thought you asked me like where I would guess that the. No, 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 no. I was say like, oh. like on, on, on the spectrum. Oh, no, that's always like, a great thing. That's yeah, it's a oh, wonderful fuck, that's thing. Top, top 10. Like, like you wonderful have, thing. I, I'd argue just below sex. I found $5 on the street the other day and I fucking like flipped my knob, man. It was, oh, it was dude. wild. Right? Because like, all right. So I was like, okay, power's out, whatever. I'm going to grab a Modelo. And I shot the Modelo. And I was like, looking up, it's like, we keep all like the snacks and stuff on top of the fridge. And I was like, I don't really want chips. And like, I'm doing a podcast. It's like, that's just not really the move. And then I was like, oh, I bought a Milky Way. Milky so way, I am, I am sustained. But anyway, uh, world go round, right? Nope. We already did. Do we no, do world, world go round? Yeah. No, we're, we're starting it. This is now. This is current. Okay. Okay. World go round. Um, this is a it's one of those laid back songs again. Uh, and it just it's this kind of like, uh, would you call this reggae? This? No, 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 absolutely not. No, this is this is uh, no doubts version of We Are the World. OK, maybe maybe I'm misremembering what it sounds like, but um, uh, kind of. Start, I mean, it does. So like all their songs have that like fucking slight tinge to it. But I mm-hmm. wouldn't consider this like. Reggae, two tone, ska, rock, steady. I wouldn't consider this any of that, especially with this like weird. I mean, it is in the vein. It is in the vein, but I wouldn't. It's not true to the to the roots. I'm um, okay with that like weird country, twangy intro that it that it has, which is mm-hmm. interesting. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, it, it's definitely. Um, I don't know. I think it's just a nice track, man. I mean, it, it is a little, yeah, right. It is a little like we are the world, like save the planet kind of thing, um, which isn't, you know, terrible. It, it would have been nice to heed the warning yeah. back in 97 instead of 2020. But yeah, when we have like three, three months. <laughs> yeah. Something, something like that. Oh, man. It's, you know, um, but what can you do? Uh, clearly not vote. Um, yeah, it's just a nice track. A lot, and then, a lot Kevin. Yeah. That's, that's the answer to that. Could have done a lot. But what really can you do beyond uh, anything at all, really? Yeah. Um, there's there's a part in this song that always is... I can't remember exactly where it's at. But it's just like a... It's just like a weird power chord situation. Um, where it's like... Oh. And then I was like... Eh. I like that a lot huh i think I it's on this song off the top of my head i, can't I think it's on this song there's um there's a bit not add i'm not gonna drag us down with it i think it's in the next next track anyway that fucking cracks me up every time um oh yeah yeah something that it's something that how gwen fucking says something that fucking just makes me giggle every time but i think it's in the next song um but yeah no this is like a a, a more laid back kind of kind of jammer i like um i like how different her layered vocals sound on the choruses um i honestly thought it was a different singer the the it, the the first couple times that i listened through it and then i realized that it's just her like layered in the background um where it's like we'll go around we'll go around you know that that kind of bit um but yeah i think it's a fun song um it's just like a yeah, it's you know it's definitely beginning to wind down the album at this point what we're mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. tracks yeah there's two tracks left. it is yeah. it is re- a really good um 
way to kind of gear down before getting into ended on this, I think. And I think ended on this is an interesting song because it really does feel like you know, there's, there's certain songs where it's like, okay, this is the last song on the album, but then there are some songs that is like, Oh, well, this is the finale. Like this is, yeah, they've prepared for this to be the last song. And it sounds like, all right, guys, this is one last one. And then we're going to leave. Like, and I, I like that about this where it's like, it's not like, um, <sighs> it almost kind of sounds like an anime song, you know? Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like there's a there's a there is a I don't want to say functionality I want to say like um, there's an intention like of it being the final one and it's kind of like a I don't know it's just one of those songs I think that's like oh it's I mean they're playing it but they're excited to leave yeah it's a song that would be played during like the credits of an anime you know? mm-hmm 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 yeah, it's definitely an end credits kind of feel. Um, yeah, but it's it's also funny that it's uh, that it 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 should have been the ending of the album, but it's also not about that. They just happen to put that near the end of the mm-hmm. album, which is kind of funny. Maybe it's on this one that I'm thinking of that guitar part. Maybe let me see what I have in my notes. If I have anything in my notes about that. Um, either way, it doesn't matter. I like that. I like the thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, always like um, little stuff in the background that, that you'll hear um, where it's like, oh, I kind of like this particular thing. Mm-hmm. I like this half a second bit. Along. Yeah, you're right. It is it is very much an album of like small bits and pieces where you just like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah that's kind of how I felt throughout the album. Well, you know what? I'll take it, man. Because um, I really, really, really want to talk to you about tragic kingdom as a song yeah i i need somebody to fucking hold my hand through this bitch (laughs) this is this is coming from someone who can fucking extrapolate and and wax philosophy on about deconstruction by devin townsend until the fucking the cows come home you know so this this track threw me through a loop um a bit so um, so I, I, first of all, uh, everything that I'm about to say is 100% conjecture, but when I listen to this song, I always think about, um, uh, adventure time just cause like, yeah. that's like yeah. the vibe that I get, especially with like ice King and all that. Yeah. I can but, that. um, what I think is so interesting about this and it's so it's so poignant that you bring up Getty Lee because to me, this kind of feels like a rush song. A little bit, a little bit it I, is, I, with, with the, uh, with the layering and, and everything that's going on with it. Yeah. It is just like, so leaps and bounds different than ever. Like we've had different stuff and then they're just like, um, prog song. Let's do a, let's do a prog song. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm here really for no it. Other, there's really no other way to describe this track is that it is a this, prog song. You know, this is one of the most in like this. This is an exciting song to listen to because there's just so much going on, and there's like a there's a story, and it's like a 
Dungeons and Dragons kind of thing. And it, there's a there's like a, a communist manifesto in there somewhere. Um, it's just, there's like, again, like there's vocal airing, there's instrumental parts in between, um, very complex vocal patterns. Um, and up to this point, I was like, I mean, I thought I was getting a pretty uh, superficial, like feel good summer album. And now I got to think about this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um, and so the general gist that I got from it um, is that they're they're uh, it, it's a uh, I'm assuming it's either a, a a ride at a theme park. I always kind of in my head whenever I heard this song, I always like, you know, those like automated like haunted houses that are like at the the county fairs and that and yeah like you sit on the ride and it kind of like takes you through it or you can like walk through it either or it's like the stereotypical like fun house sort of thing that's like yeah what was always in my head whenever this song was playing but um yeah just kind of kind of sounds like it's just a fucking love song to a uh a uh ride that they really liked you know i mean it very well could be it very yeah, well and, could and, be, and I like, I, I really like. Again, it's like prog, prog ish. So they're doing stuff that's like different. Like even on the chorus where it's like, the the melody line where she's like, they pay homage. It's like this yeah. weird fucking like, you know, it's like this weird fucking thing that is not anywhere, even remotely close to hinted to anywhere else on the album. Yeah, man, I think um, at what the part that I really, really, really enjoy, excuse me, is um, towards, I guess, the middle to end, where she just starts belting, like, short notes, and it's, have they lost their heads, or are they just blind mice? We've heard all their stories one too many times, that whole thing, where it's just like, damn, okay, go off, sis. Um, it always kind of catches me by surprise. Just yeah. a really enjoyable, like, and it's, I think it's a track where, like, and I think it is indicative of, of Prague as a genre a little bit, but, like, everybody gets to flex a little bit on this song. Yeah, yeah, everybody gets kind of just to, a little time. Yeah, just to remind you that, like, again, like, to my earlier point, like, three hours ago, or I assumed that, you know, you played, you played the genre that suited your capabilities uh, and they were like, hey, I mean, we're for real. We can actually play these things not just hanging around our necks. So um, oh, yeah. I liked oh, yeah. I liked that as as kind of a statement point. Um, and I do kind of see this as like a, a bonus track. Uh, even though it's not. Yeah, it, it does. It does feel like a bonus track, though, because it's one. It's so fucking different than anything else on. The mm-hmm. album, and it's after the song that said, let's end on this. Yeah. No. Yes. So yeah. it's it's it it definitely has all the makings of a bonus track. Yeah, man. It is a uh... Yeah, and then the end where it just keeps speeding up and speeding up and speeding up and speeding oh, up yeah, and getting faster really and cool. faster and faster. I, yeah, I I very much enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh and then like the the very uh cheeky little uh star wars theme song that one of the trumpeters yeah play. <laughs> I, I i think it's the uh it's the bass in the background yeah that does that but yeah i thought that was kind of cool i love studio noise in the background love it love it so fucking much 
Uh, yeah it was a very enjoyable track like it's 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 a shame with how musically good it is it just Mm -hmm. doesn't feel right on this album Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but that's just yeah i get that i get that i I, i'm always yeah i'm taken aback by kind of how heavy it is just because everything up to this point has been kind of like the the, like even like throughout this throughout the song you have the the fucking keyboards going like Mm -hmm. it's kind of creepy like creepy yeah yeah Yeah. like theme park creepy if they did an album where like you know it was like creepy theme park this this would be the fucking you know the the title track and the reprise near the end you know what i mean yeah yeah especially because like there, there is that heavy downbeat during the chorus that yeah. um it is kind of uh what's what's the word i'm looking for uh foreboding maybe because like she's talking about like this basically like this kind of lich king who's like yeah he's dead but he's still in the people's minds and he still controls them through their minds and yeah. like every, when they when they they cry that's like him crying and yeah, and man. like nothing's right and it's like people are disguising themselves and everything else and she's singing this whole thing and it's just like but 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 oh man it's oh, yeah. i'm gonna yeah, give man, another man, listen but that's it's definitely For, it's definitely a, a proficient a musically proficient track and it's weird yeah that decided no we're gonna name this is gonna be the title track and yeah that- well that's and that's dude like thematically it's just like well, what is that suggesting and i don't think it suggests anything but you're right i mean it is just like i mean if you're gonna pick it if you're gonna pick something to be a titular track man like yeah. what else are you gonna call this album you know <laughs> like yeah so tragic kingdom does have the best name but I mean, outside of that, it's just, it's an outstanding, outstanding track. Yeah, you don't really put it anywhere. You can't really release it as like a standard uh, EP. No, you can't because it's like, it's not a good representation of the rest of the album. Yeah. So, which, I mean, and even then, what, what is, but, um, that's fair. That's fair. It's still, I mean, it's, it's the least like the other songs. And it's definitely not going on Return of Saturn, which is their next album, which is <laughs> Ooh boy. So actually, um, you know what? I, I take that back. There's a couple of songs in there. But anyway, we're not talking about that one. Um, so yeah, what's your hot take, man? My hot take is that this And I know is, we do this in a different order every single time where we yeah, hot take. And, that and sometimes we skip questions yeah, whatever. entirely. Whatever. Um whatever. But we it's our um show. It's our show, okay? You're not paying for it. Neither are we, but you're definitely not paying for it. But uh, my hot take is that uh, this is the definitive. I don't even know how hot this take is. This is kind of a lukewarm take, but this is the definitive No Doubt album. Uh, Like I said, Return to Saturn, um, Return of Saturn. It's okay. It's a very different. It's a very different noise. I mean, this came out in 95. The next one comes out in 2000. The one after that comes out immediately after that. And even that's got a different noise. So yeah, this is I the mean, definitive yeah. one. I mean, if you're looking for, if you're looking for Ska, no doubt, you you know, Tragic Kingdom inside and out. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, three out of the top five tracks on Spotify are off this album. Yeah. It just, this is the, this is the one. Okay. This is, this is the one where people, you know, this is why people get mad. This is, they, they get mad because what they were in 95 is not what they, you know, uh, yeah. succeeded to be. And then it's certainly not where, where they're at now, but I mean, it, it's this, it's the same thing in every, in every musician or not musician, but in every fan of music, you know, you, yeah. you got to deal with this. And this is just one of those bands that tried to grow and wound up, you know growing sideways so it, it happens yeah. or whatever but um 
I'll say my favorite song is It's tough, man. It's between it's between Tragic Kingdom 16 Sunday morning. I, I actually, you know what? I think it's different people. Okay. I'm gonna yeah, yeah, no, that's I'm gonna solid. throw that up there. I think it's different people because that is just that's the one that just makes me happy. Like the other song, I don't I don't gotta think about it. I just put it on there and it's boom 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 Yeah, it just makes me happy, man. It's just a yeah. pure joy kind of song. Yeah, no, I get, I can definitely get get behind that. Um any particular Oh, what's your least favorite track? Oh, least favorite track is um probably I don't know, probably happy now. I gotta be honest. It okay. just it just doesn't okay. it doesn't hit for me. And there, there's yeah, no really good. particular reason. It just feels like uh it's not the one that I look forward to the most. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. Um, any particular lyrics that stick out to you throughout this album? Yeah, I think we're both gonna agree on this one. Um, but it's 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 in uh, it's in different people where um, it's it's really more about how she says it or whatever. But uh, the, the 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 two sisters um, only have their problem or parents to blame. It's where the two can get along so when they do they're inseparable. Um, that and and. Um, What's the one? Uh, yeah. Uh, you don't have to be a famous person just to make a mark. A mother can be an inspiration to her little son and change his thoughts, his mind, his life, just with a gentle hum. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely mine as well, that that particular yeah. set. Uh, it's just really masterfully done. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, my hot take for the album is definitely going to be that um, it's not what I was expecting this this to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was taken aback. Um, and very entertained okay uh, through the through the majority of the album um uh definitely had had some shit on here that i was not expecting yeah um particularly with with, with some of the more like funk and experimental slightly experimental and the psych pop vibe i was not expecting mm-hmm. that at all and like the climb and, and hey you and uh, you know sunday morning uh, right a bit. um well, yeah, it's enjoyable. I don't know if I don't know um, when I'm, I don't know if I'd listen to the full album back to back again. I think yeah. I'd definitely nit, nitpick um, mm-hmm. a couple tracks. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd listen to it again. I'd totally listen to it again. Yeah, that that makes me uh, that I enjoy that just because I know that like sooner or later, like the listeners are gonna we we have to fix we have a name. What for the listeners? Uh, I we're just going to keep throwing stuff out. I was calling them power bottoms, but I was going to say, I think power bottoms is the funny one. Um, I think as, the, as we continue to, to release episodes, the, the, the PBs are going to, uh, yeah. they're going to definitely discover that uh, a lot of the softer stuff, quote unquote, is going to be mine. So like, we don't, we're going to probably get to a point where like, no one has to really announce, um, like, okay, so we've got, uh, Deicide and Muse, <laughs> you know, yeah. pick pick which one's which. Um, <laughs> I can dig, I can dig into my feelings. Okay, but um, no, I do, I do enjoy whenever we get like we get like the weeks, and we've been we've been actually pretty good with this. But the weeks where it's like my song, your song, uh, or my album, your album, and I just enjoy you like whenever you. I don't think it's a concession. I just like you know whenever you're like you know what I was pleasantly surprised about what I was getting. 
Yeah, because I mean, I enjoy that. I've, I've said this probably multiple times now, but this is another reason why I like doing this is because I'm I'm being forced to listen listen to stuff that I would never it, um, willingly listen to on yeah. my own. Yeah, and I'm, I, I, end, right. I end up more more often than not surprised um, about how much I like some of this stuff, uh, mm -hmm. which is great. Um, yeah, favorite track for me. I'm I'm actually going to go ahead and say you can do it. I like it. It's just a real. Don't have to think. All right. It. All right. You can. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Um, sort of thing. Not 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 a whole lot else. To, like really say about that. Least favorite track. Sixteen. Um, <laughs> it just doesn't do it for me. It just doesn't. That, do it that's fair. That's fair. Um. Yeah. And then. Uh. Notable lyrics. We already. We already. Yeah. Yeah. That. Um. Yeah. So. So now we're going on to to my my little. My little album. Yeah. By, by what? What's up? No, 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 no. You can keep going. You can keep, I don't mean to cut up your intro. Um, by the my little album by the German um oi and street punk band uh, Oxymoron came out the same year as this album, uh, as Tragic Kingdom, just on the other side of the other side of the ocean. Oh, you man. love to see it. You love to see it. I tell you what. Yeah, would you would you call Oxymoron? Would you call them Oi Punk? They are so there's this there's a slight disconnect. Um hold on Jesus Christ. I got like all tangled up in my cords here for a second. Okay. Hey, it happens to the best of us. Um so Oi and Street Punk are like essentially brothers. Like, yeah, I won't even say that they're brother and sister because they're not that different. Mm -hmm. Um Street punk has a slightly more—I don't want to say edge to it, but it, it, it's a little bit rougher than uh -huh. than, than Oi in different aspects. That Oi is rough, um, but Oxymoron definitely draw the line. Like, uh, let me see if I can find a picture of them because because usually whenever you have a band with this type of sound as them. Um, they have members that fit into oi and street punk and normal punk, uh, like the categories, you know, essentially. Yeah. For, for lack of a better term, like yeah, I'm looking at, I'm looking at a picture of them from the early '90s. There's one guy that looks like a typical skinhead. Um, another guy that looks like a typical punk. Another guy that looks it looks like a street punk, you know. Um, so yeah, it looks like a, a, a mishmash of guys that were like all different. Parts of different subgenres, mm -hmm. if you really wanted to fucking parse through it that much. But, um, and this is kind of what you end up with. I mean, one of the pictures is of the vocalist, and he has the uh, spiked mohawk, but he's also wearing the Doc Martin boots and the, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he's, he looks like a typical skin just with a mohawk. So, definitely a guy who, who, who is into, into both of them. And, and I, you know, skinhead in this, in this connotation is not negative because that's what they were called. You know, they're yeah, listen to the uh, skinheads. Racist skinheads are are a completely different thing, and I'm not gonna go dwell on that too much. They actually call yeah. them boneheads. Um, uh, the the guys in the oi punk community, the ones like sharks, yeah. the uh, skinheads against racial prejudice, they call them boneheads. Huh? Um, yeah. <laughs> More you there's, learn. A, there's a song by a band I can't remember the name of them off the top of my head right now, but it's literally the chorus goes like, uh, "I'm a I'm a skinhead, not a bonehead, a punk rocker." 
not not a a race jocker or something like that um makes sense yeah yeah so um uh, yeah I, if you uh if you get confused you should go back and listen to our stage bottles episode because we go into a pretty in-depth oh man i, uh, I can in I, there i can have a full fucking episode about that but anyway i won't do that so, yeah <laughs> fuck the 90s here's our noise so you know right off the bat that th- this is going to have some some edge to it it looks yeah the the album cover is just like a bunch of punks and whatnot um out in front i think there's multiple versions of you know how they have back in the day they always had like six different versions of the same album cover yeah um but bored and violent uh kicks off and you know exactly what you're getting into with that track like it just punches you right in the fucking face yeah uh so this was hmm how do I say? So I'm not a stranger to this kind of, again, like this crossroads of, of Oi and Street, but uh, this is definitely one of them for sure. Yeah. It's uh, it's very aggressive. It, but you know what? The nice thing, the thing with it is like, and maybe it's because like I did kind of, I won't say I grew up with this music. I'll say I, like I came of age with this music. Um, it, there is like a homey feeling to it. This feels like very much like... Uh, it's aggressive, but it's not aggressive at you, so you don't have anything to worry about. So it kind of makes yeah. you feel a little bit like not at home necessarily, but it's like you're at your favorite bar kind of situation. Yeah, exactly. It's like we're we're pissed at everything. Be pissed mm-hmm. with us, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like fucking the first fucking line that there's there's violence coming up, trouble on the streets. You know, gangs are taking over, but where will this lead? Um it's it, it just lets you know right off the bat what the fuck they're about um again and that's a big it's street punks talking about the streets you know the the, the back streets where you're not supposed to go and whatnot but the thing that i love about oxymoron and you probably noticed it throughout the album is they know how to fucking write a chorus like there's multiple choruses on this album that are just super fucking catchy like earworms uh like I catch myself humming them all the time. Uh, it, yeah. It, I don't know. That's <laughs> I'm trying not to like geek out too much. Cause I really like this, this album in particular for, for a very short lived band. Um, it's so fucking good, but um, yeah, the chorus is super catchy and I, it, I have that written down multiple times in my notes for this album. I, I even have like uh as a sub as a uh, subheader just bangers bangers everywhere because there you go this album front to back for me is just so good um there there's there's a couple of tracks that are like eh okay but um not none of them are 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 bad bad uh yeah yeah i mean it's it's a pretty uh it's a pretty high floor i'll say it's a fucking high even though yeah yeah, I don't even want to, um, even want to like play the, a, a full set of these songs because none of these songs are slow. No, yeah, you're definitely losing a couple pounds. It's uh, yeah, I'm just reading through the lyrics real quick because I didn't actually get a chance to read the lyrics. Yeah, I'm, just, uh, I'm honestly fucking shocked that they're listed. Honestly, this is the first. This is the first album uh, of like an underground one that the uh shit's listed mm-hmm. uh, of, of my pick so I'm, I'm fucking stoked about that yeah right so that's the thing so i listen on um 
on on YouTube Music, which I've said before, but there is a tab for lyrics, which I assumed because YouTube is owned by Google and Google is the internet, that they would just draw lyrics from from everywhere. But a lot of these songs on YouTube don't have lyrics. So I thought, ah, shit, here we go again. But you started reading. So I got on my computer and I started looking up. I looked up the album and, you know, lyrics and here I am. So I'm just kind of reading them off. Um, you know what I think is really kind of cool? And I probably said this again on the Stage Bottles episode, but I think it's really cool how um, historically in- intelligent all these bands are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just so, so cool that like they can name dates and like names of you know, like to the to the main world, uh, like obscure, like lo- but like folk heroes and local heroes and like things that happen that are important to them, and they'll, they'll write whole songs about them. And they basically yeah. are like, I mean, for lack of a, a a more pleasant term, I get they are kind of like soccer chants because they're. I mean, every song's like yeah. a minute, two minutes. They're yeah. short. They're they're uh, emotionally empowered. They're historically empowered. There's uh, there are things that bring people together, um, but at the same time, like if you don't get it, like it's it's like a joke, right? Like if you're not in on the joke, you feel put out. Um, yeah, yeah. But like so it. like if you are a person that this doesn't appeal to, you do feel somewhat threatened. But yeah. like you realize that like oh these people are my people. Like whether like I don't know anybody. I mean you know I don't know anybody that like performs this kind of music I, I i'm i mean even though like i'm a working man and i'm like you know fists up like i yeah, i don't really fit it. into that yeah. crowd yeah i don't really fit into that crowd at all like i vote that way but you know like i wear like green slacks for christ's sake i wear like yeah. loafers and shit but yeah you know i still feel a camaraderie so well, yesterday was you know, May Day, by the way and i, I it was i i went it sure was. With, uh, with a local uh, a uh We'll just we'll just call them a left leaning political group. Let's just call them. There, there you go. Uh, so and it, it was interesting because uh, like whenever we were there at my table, I even like looked around for a bit and I was just like, man, this is a little bit more hippy dippy than I thought it was going to be. And they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, things kind of like especially because like you had a bunch of like um, different pagan groups and stuff there, which is funny because like I'm pagan, I'm just not obnoxious about it. And they were doing yeah. all this like pole shit, which is like not my bag. That's not shit that yeah yeah follow. but uh I was, they were just like yeah usually whenever we do these kind of things it's more like new york hardcore <laughs> and not <laughs> oh, flower power i'm like yeah i can see that i hope that's how it is in, in the future <laughs> i just think they're annoying um, yeah but yeah i think that's, that's why i always like i always liked um this style of 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 punk and and this style of music is because it's like it's it's talking about a lot of the shit that i care about just not like in the well we're just gonna we're gonna talk to you about about these things that we don't like and this music's like right. we're, gonna, we're gonna beat you until you stop doing exactly yeah that we don't like <laughs> yeah know, man even even in the next song like like uh dead end generation you know it's it's the same old game but you can't keep up your mouth is gonna cry but they want to keep it shut you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. What do you expect in this breakdown age? Spit it out, mate, and vent your rage. It's just good. That's just good lyrics. That's For a good, bunch of Germans, good, man. Yeah. A bunch of Germans, that's good syntax. You know? It is. It is. I mean, 
If you can figure out the German language, man, English is probably not not a f- super far cry. But oh, that's fair. That's fair. I didn't really think um, about that. At the same time, because there, I mean, their syntax is all over the fucking place, dude. It's like I can't remember exactly how it goes, but it's just like the verbs come last, or so, it's or the verbs come first. It's and then there's you know reflexive verbs and they break apart. It's fucking anarchy. German's a mess. But it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun thing. Um, One thing that I particularly like about this song is like at the end of of each verse, he like holds that that note out. So like Mm -hmm. spit it out they invent your rage. But he's like, rage, your rage. And like it's all the gang vocals. I love the gang vocals on this album. And there's a lot of it, but it never yes. gets to the point where you're like, it's just repetitious. It's so they they, yeah. they they do it in a way that is like very tasteful. And it's like, well, everybody almost like whenever you're listening to it, you're like, well, everybody else is saying, I have to sing. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, uh, it's an, it's again, it's an emotional response. It's just like, if you get caught in the crowd, it's like, okay, this is easy enough that I can chant this. We're just doing it. I'm oh, going yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, yeah. And then, the, just the whole I, what I like about this song in particular is that it, it, this is the first song on the album that does feel like a legitimate football chant especially mm-hmm. in the chorus where it led that oh wake up where it's like oh wake up oh wake up you know it just it just feels like you know but that, that that's like a pretty standard thing with like oi and, and street punk and, and stuff like that is that they, they love their round ball and uh, yeah, man, gonna, they're going to rep whatever fucking club they 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 want. And they're going to incorporate a lot of that into their music, which is just a very cool cultural thing to me. You know, yeah, you, you don't really see that in a lot of other styles of music and not. And, and granted, it's not like a lot of other different sports have like that type of chanting that football does. But, uh, you know. Yeah, it'd be nice. It would be nice if we had any culture uh, <laughs> at all. But, uh, you know, you take what you can get. At least it still exists on the planet that we reside on. So we're just going to keep doing it and uh, what we've been doing for years. And we're going to steal from people that have cultures. Oh, uh, that is our culture is stealing. That I mean, yeah. Okay, fair enough. There it is. That is that is what we do. Um, so, Hey You, which is, of course, a cover of the um, No Doubt Hey You. Yes. How did yeah. you how did uh, you like the, how did you like this version? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I wasn't I wasn't fully aware that that Gwen was um, that much. <laughs> into english slang like you think that she would say welfare <laughs> rather than on the dole you know so that's yeah. nice you know maybe maybe uh maybe, but uh, uh <laughs> that's a little that's a little joke for you kitties out there that was, um yeah definitely more angry this song starts yeah. off with like that that especially that hi-hat that's like you know just like um but the upbeat uh it definitely has an upbeat verse and chorus uh which is always nice, and, and and that's a fairly standard thing that I that I really like a lot with the majority of like punk and street bands is that it's major chords, like they're playing major chords all fucking day. But when yeah. they switch into the minors, it makes that much more of an impact, which is kind of cool. Um, 
but uh, outside of that, this uh, pretty straightforward. You know, uh, join the queue. You know the rest. Uh, I'm fed up with this. Want something else? Give the finger to this country and listen well to what I say. Um, and he's just talking about being broke. Yeah. He's talking about being broke, but still going out to drink because there's fucking nothing else to do. Essentially, is what Preach, the whole man. song is. Yeah, I'm skint, skint, and out tonight. You know, pretty worn skint out. Skint means bus. That's parting straight down to the pubs, but I'm out of place where I stay. Nowhere to go because I'm skint. I've been there. I've been there. Fuck the other yeah. day. Uh, the other day, I was I was helping coach some some high school rugby kids, and uh, I ended up having like eight fucking bills, like big bills do. So I was like taking. Not only that, I spent like all my paycheck and then was pulling out of my savings to, to, to spend some of it to, to pay off some of this shit. Yeah. And so, and that was like fucking three days after I had just gotten paid and I didn't get paid oh. for a week and a half. Yeah. One of yeah. those times. And I was, so I was like helping coach these high school kids and like I was, up, I was helping my buddy um, who, who also plays rugby with me and, uh, <laughs> like bullshitting while the kids were like running drills and i was like yeah whenever i get home i'm gonna i'm gonna have some some eggs and oatmeal you know making it sound real healthy he just looks at me he's like yeah i've been too broke to buy groceries too (laughs) at one point so i was just like that 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 was so on the nose it hurt you know (laughs) oh man um but yeah the next the next song dirty punk i like this song a lot uh the the chorus is one of the first ones that is like super um super earwormy um i guess is the best way to to describe it uh just just talking about just wanting to be just wanting to be a punk uh (laughs) a dirty punk you know i guess we would call them uh um crust punks now but uh Kevin, are you still there? Or did you lose internet again? My uh, this damn cough button. It gets stuck, and I don't. I've been talking this whole time. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, no, I didn't hear a goddamn thing. Son of a bitch. Um, I was commiserating with being poor, and we missed the entire thing. You Son of a bitch. Goddamn. Yeah, no, that's. <sighs> well, I mean, looks like if that's not a if that's not a metaphor, uh, what is? I guess. Yeah. Um. But uh, no, I was just I guess we're just going to skip all that shit. I'm not going to rehash it. But uh, I, I do like in this song the phrase oi possessed. I just think there's something so silly about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> makes, me, makes me very happy. Oh, my God. So, so I, I did I did a little bit of research into this and uh, oxymoron were on a label. And I just love the pun, the pun of this. Helen of oi. Oh, that's incredible. Isn't that? Isn't that? That's incredible. <laughs> that's incredible. That. Helen Avoy. Um, but yeah, this this whole and, and just the course of course, I want to be a dirty punk. Studs and chains and leather braces. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. A dirty punk. Uh, it, yeah. I just love it. I just love it. Love it. Yeah. Oi possessed, I, you know. Just like this whole thing. It's just like, well, I mean, I was raised as like a pretty straight collar kid, but shit, man, this is a lot more fun. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now I'm, now I'm heading for the welfare rundown, is what you say. You know, you watch me when I run amok and try to hide from me. Never really cared about what they thought. I won't give. I won't give till I peg out. 
because I won't end up like my dad. It's sheer conformity. <laughs> hey, man. All right. All right. Down in town it. in the stinky clubs. Like, oh, man, have, have you ever been to the rock room? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I like that place. And I still am like, I'm just not in the mood to, like, feel sticky after I leave. Yeah. Water, you know? Oh, man. Like, even, like, the fucking Rex, dude. R.I.P. Yeah. I mean, because, like, I don't think I've actually ever seen a show with the Rex. But I've been I to. It, it, it hurts. It I've hurts. been to several professional wrestling, amateur wrestling, which I think may be worse. I don't know. Oof. Uh, Wrestle Rex it was a a spectacle. Rex, that's a great name, though. It was a name. spectacle. My goodness! Yeah, well, you but know how uh, they had those, you know how they had those fucking like out the outdoor speakers, you know, like yes. that, that you'd see down at fucking Star Lake. Yeah, I saw, I saw I hate God there. And my, it was so fucking loud that not only was it painful, but mm-hmm. for four days afterwards, oh, I still had the Jesus. I, th- I legitimately thought, and normally I'm like fine the next morning, even at like super loud concerts, it was painfully loud. Oof. I believe it, man. I, if it was the same like monitors, dude, like I got, when I saw Maiden at Star Lake, they played. Uh, did you go in 2010? No, I did not. I, I I missed a lot of concerts during those years, and I still regret it. Yeah. Um, they played uh, No More Lies, and it just happened to be. I wasn't paying attention because it was like I spent a lot of time chasing a girl, like literally chasing her. Like she would just keep moving, and I'd have to stay with her. But she was <laughs> like, I needed like a bell around her goddamn neck. Yeah. Um, and then uh. One of my buddies who was friends with an usher was like, hey, I got pit. We can move up to the pit. Like, they're not paying attention. We can do that now if you want. And I was like, oh, I guess I guess this is it. I guess I'm single now. So then I went into the pit and uh, right. I was maybe 10 feet from the monitors and they played No More Lies. And of course, like the the, the whole chorus being like, ba, 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 ba. Um, I was maybe 15 feet at 18 years old. I don't even know if my head was fully like the soft spot in my head was fully healed up or whatever. Oh my God, dude. I was like, this is it. This is how I get tinnitus. Is it worth it? Perhaps. But this is also my, my tinnitus origin story. So I get it. If if it's going to be in a small room like that, man, like that's definitely, that's definitely ear damage territory. Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, definitely been lo- loud noises in small spaces is not is not the best way to go about it. Wear wear earplugs. It's okay. Nobody thinks. Oh yeah, you got to man. You got to wear earplugs. You have to. I do it all the time. I had somebody talk shit at me one time, and I was just like, "Yeah, well, I can hear your phone fucking ringing right now, and you can't." So, <laughs> you know, jokes on you. Actually. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. So the next song. One of my favorite tracks by them, just fuckers mm-hmm. everywhere, which is, which I feel like is a sentiment that everybody has has felt at least once or twice in their lifetime, where you're just like, there's just fuckers everywhere, everywhere. Oh yeah. And I and I love that they start with the chorus because mm-hmm. it's not a long song. It's not that, like most of their songs are only like two verses. Um, but I just love it. That there's fuckers everywhere. There's fuckers everywhere. It's them who make me sneer. It's them who make me sneer. But he does that like kind of James Hetfield thing at the end of this sort of thing. Um, 
Love it. Love it. Love this song so much. And it's just like, hey, I love the guitar riff. At the, it's one of the only songs they have like a legitimate like guitar riff at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and it's not even that complicated. It's just like, you know, it's not even like that complicated, but like, I don't know. It just like gets you, gets you right in the mood. I'm just, yeah, I'm, uh, oh, da, 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 da. Okay, yeah, so I, I guess, like, what, the first verse, kind of talking about, like, I got no money, so I went begging, they told me to go away, because lazy dogs like me should all be gassed, was all they said, but once I was out looking for a job, they eyed me mockingly, I was not the one they were out for the guy excused, sent home again. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's like he's trying he's trying yeah but you just can't please him man you know why yeah because they're fuckers there's fuckers everywhere man and yeah, they're everywhere at work they pulled you down with fucked up politics the same bunch mm-hmm. constitutes const constitutes our government i hope they'll pay yeah it's a you know exactly exactly what he's here for um just to call out fuckers everywhere uh, but yeah i just love like, not a whole lot of like not a ton of substance with this song um but i i just fucking love the just how straightforward the lyrics are um borstal so a borstal is from my understanding it's like a uh it's like a youth home i believe okay um, I don't think it's a boarding school. Let me let me just look this up because a bunch of oi bands talk about Borstals. A Borstal is a type of youth mm-hmm. detention center in the UK. Okay, so ah, yeah, um, Juvie, uh, Juvie, yeah, yeah, Juvie, yeah. Uh, like who the fuck? Uh, okay, Google is a Borstal a dolphin or a mammal? <laughs> <laughs> is it a mammal or a fish? <laughs> I don't know why I think that's so funny, but yeah, a lot, a lot of a lot of oi bands, like even like one of the the one of the first considered like proto oi band, Sham sixty nine, has a song called Borstal Breakout, which is a great song. Um, but uh, yeah, no, this song's great. Um, it, it some some sometimes uh, they they have this like real. 70s early heavy metal type in, uh, intro to this like did you get that at all that the like yeah you know, that like yeah 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 sounds like something that uh you know like uh slow fag would do a lot of um and then and then you know it has this real like kind of driving verse to the song and just another fucking just addictive chorus man i don't know I, they like i said at the beginning these guys know how to fucking write a chorus yeah i mean so this is i'm i'm just remarking at how it kind of in depth i missed a lot in just listening i'm gonna be honest with you <laughs> oh no you're good there's the like there's a lot happening in these lyrics i mean even this one where I don't think any word has more than two disordered. All right, so that's got three syllables, but everything else. Uh, yeah, banned from the Borstal. So, so they're pretty much saying that uh, you're you're going to jail. Either you're living out yeah. permanently, or you're going to jail. You know, because if you're banned, yeah. from the Borstal, if you're banned from the fucking correctional center, where the fuck are you going to go? The youth correctional center. Where the fuck are you going to go? Besides jail right. or just the streets? Just cry. You have no choice. Punishment at any price. You submit to what the wankers say just to live another day. 
Amen, man. Yeah. This guy's spitting. Bad from the bar so now y'all got out bad from the bar so now y'all you know it's like <laughs> it's still for I don't know man it's like the, again the the verses and, and and choruses or whatnot the gang vocals are really what what make this album for me because it just makes you want to sing along and anybody that says wanker is just funny I was actually yeah <laughs> there's a song that I really like it's by this this they started off as like a comedy punk band but they're called the Hardskins. Okay. They have this song called they have this song called We Are the Wankers. Mm-hmm. And it is one, it's such an <laughs> it's such an uplifting, very like big, happy sounding like chorus that just makes you want to fucking sing along, dude. It's it's such a good I'll I'll send it to you afterwards because it, it will get stuck in your head, but it's um yeah, um, you know, pretty pretty standard. Uh pretty standard track here not not a whole lot else to say with that i feel like that's always mine where it's like hey you know standard standard okay the (laughs) the factory i fucking this track is super interesting to me and i don't know i I don't know how how many times you listen to it but it's it's uh musically it's very basic because it's like dun 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 it's just like um they keep everything super dumbed down a little bit and it's one verse and one chorus and that's it. And they just like repeat them. Yeah. But the thing that makes it for me is um, the call and response where it's like down in the, down in the oxy factory. And then everybody else will just say the oxy factory. You know, uh, I, I don't know something about that. It's, it's just so interesting. It's like a call and verse. It's almost like a work song, you know, a little. Bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I definitely. Don't know. I mold and shattered glass. You see, safety dresses ain't of use. The air is tense of blaring noise. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I um. Won't close it down or cut off power due to public nuisance prattle. <laughs> yeah. gonna, like, move move uh, over, Eminem. Somebody just rhymed power with prattle. Yeah, yeah. But yeah Marshall Mathers could safety never. Safety dresses ain't no use. And then it's just like, dresses ain't no use. I don't know. It's, it's like, it's so simple, but it just... It, no, I mean it definitely it carries it's weight, man. Because sounding at the yeah. same time, you know. Yeah, I mean it's like uh, <laughs> an industrial punk. Industrial, fuck, fuck. Um, <laughs> also, I don't know if they're talking about themselves. Like, what the fuck is an oxy factory? Like, whenever I think, yeah, of, I either think oxygen or I think like a pharmaceutical company. Yeah, or are they talking about their 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 band room? I don't know. It could be that. I, I also maybe like maybe like if they consider themselves to be like everyman, then like an oxy factory would be like a literal factory or really any factory where uh you know you, you would you would find people like them, like disgruntled workers, non union probably, or yeah, that's however fair. it goes. That's fair. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. I didn't really think about that. Um but yeah, uh, going into the next track, Mohican Tunes. Here, moving. <laughs> uh, dude, there's, a, there's like fucking 15 songs here, bud. 
Yeah, there. I mean, hey, I'm not complaining about it. Yeah. Um, and, and 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 I mean, unfortunately, a lot of the songs touch on the same topic. So it's yeah. You know, I didn't. We didn't bring up hardly any of the lyrics from uh, from the last album. So you know. Yeah, that's like true. That's true. Um, uh, I I love this song. Uh, for a few reasons. Uh, one, the this is the first time that the the guitar tone really shines through, especially at the beginning. Like it's fucking beefy, um, which is nice for like a punk album because usually it's a little bit more tinny, like not as well produced. But they definitely they fucking threw down some decent cash or had somebody uh, to fucking do the studio work with this, even though it's still raw, like. Um, the the beefy guitar tone on the chords especially at, at the beginning the the chorus again catchy as hell i can't i can't stress that enough um but this so on the on the previous track the factory like i feel like they took their music writing down to its base level and kept it super simple on everything, vocals and music. And this is one of the ones where they decided to keep it a little bit more basic on the vocal side of it, um, and let the let the music shine, the, the instruments shine through. Because I mean, you hear the you hear the bass a lot better, you hear the guitar a lot better, you hear the drums a lot better on this track. And it's really because there's not as much vocal stuff going on which is kind of interesting um and then i just love how he's definitely not saying mohican he's definitely saying moican yeah i was gonna say he's 100 saying moican yeah he's but but then again it's like it's such a simple fucking chorus but like sometimes i'll be sitting there and i'll be like moican tunes I, I, <laughs> play some fucking moican tunes you know and i don't even know what the fucking mohican tune is but uh yeah hello I, I really like this track a lot. Yeah, you're no, you're definitely right. It, it is the most. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't want to say it's the most fleshed out, but of up to this point, it is perhaps the most fleshed out. The only. I mean, it's one of the longer songs on the album. Yeah. At three yeah. minutes. It's only yeah, a couple. 100%. The next one, beware, poisonous. Oh. Yeah. Po- yeah, which is stupid. Because it's definitely it's definitely poisonous. I don't know why it, uh, why it got everywhere. I I fucking like I wasn't expecting to because usually sometimes I judge songs based off of like their title. Yeah. And whenever I saw "Beware of Poisonous," I was like, okay. I mean, I mean, I guess yeah. And then all right. Yeah, and then like so so I'm listening to it. I'm listening to it, and then I get to to the chorus, and I'm like. Oh, oh man! I I don't know. Just like that. Beware, beware! There's poison, poison in the air. Beware, beware! You know, it's I I I don't know. I love shit like that. I'm not I'm not that hard to entertain whenever it comes to stupid fucking. (laughs) No, I mean, and that's the thing is that whenever your song is only a minute and a half, two minutes long, like you got to have some hook, right? So. Uh, and why not? Why not steal from from Footy Chance or, or I mean I don't know who stole from who, but you know why not carry that formula? Um, and it's I think it's a nice thing. It's it's a thing that's actually kind of um, plagued me is whenever songs like 
hit. Like they just really hit, but they're only like a minute and a half long. Oh yeah. Two minutes. Yeah. And it's just like uh, like how many times a day are you gonna listen to this song? Like because again, it gets it's really it is the same effect of just like listening to the same chord, like just repeating a chorus, not a whole song. It's just like if a song is like four minutes long, at least you get like a little bit of a buffer while still like being in that thing that's giving you comfort. But when it's basically just a half a verse and then two choruses, it's like, oh, God, I'm just going to it's all about, about mainline this. Right. Some people can't do it right. You know? Yeah, sure. Some some bands just don't do it right. Um, but this this song, Beware Poisonous, is. Like, I feel like it's such a good example of like proper like oi, mm-hmm. like this because it's it's there's there's like a, a European oi. I'll say that because American oi tends to be have a slightly darker edge to it, which is which is yeah. fine. Um, but you know it's like all major chords and it's like you know it's. They're literally telling you the, there's, there's poison in the air. It's going to be a state affair. It's poison everywhere. It's poisonous outside. <laughs> yeah, that means but it's like real, like, like, bound about down, 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 Yeah, it's like real, like, kind of yeah, whatever, like, bopping down the street type thing, you know? Yeah. What is okay? Yeah. But it also seems like it's uh, it, it's they, they're talking about um uh like tear gas okay that's kind of what i would think because they all, all people but then uh i also don't know what dioxine is because all people killed by dioxine radioactive contamination poisonous crap wherever you glance you can't afford to be affected poisonous crap inside their heads drive them into fucked up drives them into fucked up actions yeah, I, that's that's actually a really impactful line. You can't afford to be affected. I didn't really yeah. pay attention to that line line before. That, that actually stands out stands out pretty hard. Okay, so first, what we're gonna do is we're gonna figure out if dioxine is a fish. I can't make that joke too many more times. But... No, you can't. that's 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 that's, that's it. Twice. I'm done. Yeah, that's, that's it. I'm done. Oh, man. Uh, it, but dioxine is uh, any of several carcinogenic, mutagenic, or teratogenic, polychlorinated, heterocyclic, aromatic hydrocarbons. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yes. That can occur as impurities in petroleum-derived herbicides, 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 and as byproducts of manufacturing chemicals in burning fuels and waste. So it's factory waste. Yeah, it's factory waste. <laughs> could have just—it's factory. Could have just said that. Yeah, factory and I would waste. Be like, oh, so it's a cocktail of shit that you just don't want to be near. Yeah, basically. Uh, but what I think is interesting is that the last the last verse, a punky band is prodding uproar, beware of their poisonous slogans. This, they spill their hatred. Just look out there. This, the youth gets spoiled by vandalism. Every page on their lies, propaganda, and deception to poison, poison, poison your brain, and let them keep on pulling the string. So it's like the, the first one's actually about poison, but then the second one's about like a metaphorical poison. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like um, the... It's a depth it, stuff. It, it got released out into the... Uh out into the public you know that's kind of cool i like that i like that a lot actually yeah um i want to see what happens if you get dioxin poison 
<laughs> don't use WebMD because you're going to be like, uh, judging by this. Oh, I, I am already. Shoulder, I have dioxine poisoning. I am already head. there. Yeah. Um. Um, so you get it from burning tires. That seems to be the big one. Burning tires. Uh, burning com commercial or municipal waste, backyard burnings, use of fuel such as wood, coal, or oil, or they all produce dioxin. Oh, it's a, it's like a thing. It's not. It's like a, it's like a umbrella statement. Not quite a, a thing in particular. It's a, it's a collection of dioxins. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, it seems to be any, any, you know carbon thing that burns suffice to say anything that burns uh even drinking water can can contain dioxins if it has been contaminated by waste from factories I didn't know that i didn't need to know that. yeah so oh man as it turns out we uh we are poisoned <laughs> we are poison we are poison um, how about that so drug shock not too much to say about that besides the fat ass baseline at the beginning and cool bass oh, yeah. throughout the bass definitely shines on that track. But other than that, it's it's a fairly standard like punk banger. Um, same with self rule. My uh, the, the more I analyze it, the more I realize that the that the the lyrics are what make that song really cool, not necessarily the uh, the the music too much. Because it, not that it's bad. It's just it's fairly yeah you know, fairly standard. Not not a whole lot to to talk about that. Uh, you know, anarchy self rule can't you see it's up to you um mm -hmm. again fairly catchy chorus um going into the next one is uh nuclear war which i really liked i i like this track a lot um because it has a very um like upbeat verse a lot um yeah and then whenever it gets into the choruses it has this like darker edge to it um and the uh, and with the gang vocals that that kick in as well uh, throughout the song, um, it's it's definitely gives it a a cool vibe as well. There definitely seems to be a thing with um, kind of these like nuclear holocaust, nuclear war kind of songs. Um. Jesus Christ. Um, where so it's like um kind of like like two minutes to midnight or something like that, where it's like yeah, you don't kind of um I don't know what people expect if you're not like an Iron Maiden fan. Like I don't know what you expect from Iron Maiden, but like it's definitely more like kind of pull the glasses down to the bridge of your nose kind of lyrics. Like yeah. they're a little more heady than you would normally expect from from yeah. that kind of thing. Um, and I guess maybe Iron Maiden is the greatest example because they are like world renowned nerds first and foremost. But uh, I, to my point, I think is like with songs like this, where it's like, okay, so we're actually going to talk about some shit instead of just being yeah. like anarchy and unions, like which are great things, but it's like, we're going to, we're just, we're going to get into this now. Yeah. Which is interesting because like this is in, this album came out in 94, 95. So um, it's kind of a little, not that it was, it kind of stopped being a thing, but I guess if you grew up in Germany, it was like way, it was an extreme threat rather than just, oh man, if shit goes down, you know, like you were pretty much right. target number one. Right, right, right. So I, I imagine that that would have a fucking fairly profound lasting effect, even if you grew up at the tail end of it, you know? Yeah, man. 
Shit. Wasn't it? Uh... I know this. I know the answer to this, but I. Uh... What? When did the Cold War end? Well, when did the. So the Berlin Wall came down in 89. So I, it's been down for a little while. Yeah. And then and then the Cold War officially ended in like 91, whenever the with the collapse of the. Yeah. Soviet. Huh. Well, I mean, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Secret bases are alarmed. The troops are on alert. The counterattack is set on foot. Depends on a single word. It's. It, I mean, that's that, that's pretty. I mean, nowadays it's like fairly fairly standard punk stuff is is to be. Yeah. Weirdly interested with nuclear holocaust, like yeah, point where it's like, do you want this to happen? Like yeah, yeah, a prepper. I don't think you're gonna do well. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, it it that that happens a lot with uh with some of these some of these bands. Uh, so then going on to the next one, Dawn Patrol, which I really like because it's just it's it kind of lifts the mood up a little bit because it is just yeah. a song about going down to the pub and drinking and getting pissed with your friends and and all that stuff, and then you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. Uh, like, are they are they talking about themselves as the Dawn Patrol? Because whenever I he saw the title, I assumed they meant. Um, and then like listening to it a couple of times, like back in uh, a few years ago, whenever I first got into this band, um, I assumed they meant uh, like the early morning police. But uh, yeah, but sometimes it also sounds like they're just talking about themselves. <laughs> Yeah, I assumed it was about themselves. I didn't actually think about like early morning police, but I guess you're right. It could be either way. Yeah. Uh, a thing that I've been kind of keeping track of is like how close, because like everything so far has either been just like a complete wipe off of of uh, like rhyme scheme or or slant rhyme at best. But this song, I think, has come the closest to being like an actual, like to be having actual quartets. Yeah. And I, I, I think that that's also kind of funny that this is like the song that's only about just like getting pissed with your friends. Yeah. But it's like this is the one that has yeah. the most structure. It's the one that has thematically the least structure. Yeah. I think that's funny. Yeah, that's interesting that you're keeping track of that. Just looking at it, now, it is like A B. No, A A B B, and then it's A A B C because they, they decided <laughs> not to try to rhyme floor with balls. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then it just kind of like goes off from there. Back head home roam. So yeah, okay, and I guess I guess it dips in and out. Yeah. Um, and then it's on the outside. On the outside, I know it had fucking. Has fat ass bass again, which I really enjoyed. Um, outside of that, not a super remarkable track for me. Um, clocking in at uh, yeah two two twenty five, fairly short. Mm -hmm. um, so not not. I don't really have a whole lot to say about this track, um, unless you did. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a tragic story. Um, yeah. He was a gutter boy, dwelled in different places, lost his parental home for he got the sack. He never got in well with their expectations, found him with an overdose in a public laugh. Yep. Yep. Uh, 
Blame our society that destroyed him. He was a criminal in other people's eyes. Spent many hours alone staring in the dark, though for him nothing made sense at all. This ain't been his destination. He was a lonely boy and always on the run. And that's the song. That's it. For that chorus That's and there a few a few other times, but yeah, fairly, you know, drugs are a big part of uh, of punk culture, you know. Yeah, man. That's I think that's why, and and even whenever you're, it, it's funny that it's such it's such a big part that even if you are totally abstaining from all of them, that's still like a major part of your identity. Right. Punk culture with the straight edge, where you're so looking at you straight edge, yeah. Anti-drug that you can't not talk about it all the time. Um, but that I totally don't have any weird feelings about that at all. You know, <laughs> I, just don't, yeah. I just don't trust people that like chose never to like drink. You know what I mean? I understand if, yeah. you, like, if you have issues or like, oh, you know, my dad and my uncle or whatever alcoholic. So, you know, I'm kind of prone to that. Like I get that hundred percent. Yeah. But if it's just like you grew up in like a fairly normal household, you're just like, no, I'll never drink. It's like, yeah, it's weird. That's weird yeah, that's, to me. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't get it. I don't get it. Or, or even like the people that are like our age now, and they're just like, I just think it tastes gross. Yeah, I'm like, like you probably I still mean, order yeah. chicken fingers and fucking french fries at a restaurant. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I mean, half the point isn't uh, the taste good. I gotta be honest with you. Uh, yeah. It's to get drunk. So, yeah. Yeah, like, so, yeah, I mean, on the other end, I don't trust people that genuinely like brown liquor. Yeah. I think I think we can all admit brown liquor is fucking gross, but it does the job. Yeah. It does the goddamn job. Yeah, it has a purpose. It has a purpose. Um, yeah. And, you know, sometimes that's that's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you um, need. So to finish off the album. Um, strike, strike. Strike. I love this album. I thought it was a great way to end the album because it's really fun. Yeah, it's a really fun song, um, and it's just about just about going on strike, you know. This I, I I read this song and I and I listened to the song and I feel like I was having a, a stroke because the lyrics are just so weird. Like it doesn't are, seem like they make sense. No, no, they don't. But whenever the chorus is just, get on strike, get on. Oh strike, yeah, get on, get on strike. It's like fuck everything else. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, when the bastards take you up to the station, question questions holes into your head. They want to name you detailed information. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. While they, while they treat while they're treating you like shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. When you get when you got the boot at home, get dressed up, give them bollocks, crop your hair, and when they try to rip you off in the classroom, just refuse it to go there. Yeah. So, like, um, I get what he's saying, but what he's saying is nonsense. I'm assuming maybe they gave the guy that that didn't pay that much attention in English class to to write this. <laughs> Perhaps. I mean, he got well, the point across, okay, but at the same time, again, he has written nothing. He has wrote, written a bunch of words down that mean nothing. Yeah. Without I, I, without. I get, it. I get what he's trying to say. I get what he's trying to say. I just, I just don't get the full picture. Yeah, it's like this was the song. This is like if Ralph Wiggum was a was an oi punk. This is the song that he yeah. would write. Yeah, but hey, you know, a lot of that can go by the wayside whenever you just have that fucking earworm. Yeah, get on yeah. Track, get on track, get on, get on, get on track. Oh my god, <sighs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so yeah, what's uh, what's your hot take? What's your hot? Take? My hot take. I'm curious. So here's the thing, is that I I kind of forgot. I, it's 
God, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say. I'm trying to think of like the best way to say it because I don't want to be disparaging because I, I actually like I got a kick out of this. But I there was a lot of like run on from like song to song oh, where it almost 100%. felt like a half an hour long song. Okay, hundred percent. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, you, fine you were like, oh, well, this was like a really ch- like you could build a fucking house to the foundation on this guitar, and I was like, yeah, which song was this again? Because yeah. um, it was no, just, they were all kind of running into one another. Yeah, but I mean. Know. It was like a bit. It was like a, it's a good noise though. Like it's a noise that I don't enjoy, just like putting on and then like going to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's 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 um. What's the runtime of this? It is. Actually, what is it? It's forty-two minutes. So it's forty-two minutes of essentially the same song. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes that's my bag. You know, yeah, man, and, and it's different and enough totally cool. for me. There's enough variety in there for me that it doesn't that it doesn't weigh it down. And uh, yeah, because I know that's been a critique of mine in on previous albums where it's like, oh, all the songs sound the same, and here I am listening to a 42 minute album that's essentially one long song. Um, uh, and we haven't even done Dope Smoker yet, so. Oh God! But that'll be fun. We'll never, we'll never do that. Ever, <laughs> never doing dope smoker, unless it's a Patreon exclusive. Hey, there you go. Yeah, there we go. Um, but uh, yeah, sorry, didn't mean to, didn't mean to cut you off there. No, 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 you're you're fine, man. So I guess yeah, my hot take is that like you know, pardon the the boomer nomenclature, but it's just it's all the same song. Um, that being said, uh, I really liked. Yeah, I liked um, fucking. I liked strike. I get. I agree with you. I think that's a really good way to end. Good, good way to end the album. And bored and violence a great way to start the album. So good benchmarks or uh, or uh, the hell are they called? The uh, bookends. Good bookends. Um, and I, I mean it's it's again it's the same thing I think that I said with stage bottles where it's it's very poignant lyricism probably from. Um, company that you should expect it from, but if you don't know, you don't know, and you probably wouldn't. So it's like, yeah. Again, it's it's like what I was saying with uh, Born Violent, where like they're they're throwing out dates at you. Um, and I'm yeah. sure that like if you wanted to sit down with these guys and actually have like not an interview, but just an interaction with them, like I'm sure they could learn you something or two. Yeah. So I think that is really compelling. Um, that's something that they definitely have a leg up on on other genres because it does seem to be like everybody in these spheres uh, knows this stuff this is just this is it's almost like part of like it's like a a token of your um membership is is to kind of know this stuff um which i think is really cool because like almost anything else is like oh well if you play it and that's fine but like these guys fucking live it too and that's totally yeah, yeah, um it's kind of like it's kind of like um bringing up like the issue of like police and whatnot to somebody who lives in a very in an area that that police care about you know <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. of course well, i've never had a bad interaction with a cop yeah because you're you you know yeah so i'm trying to think uh what was it i um in my uh, anthropology classes it was uh green zones brown zones and red zones Maybe it's green zones, red zones, or brown zones, or something like that. But uh, yeah, if you don't care 
care about it in the white people thing. Look at Brazil. Look at look at the the situations in Brazil where uh, half the country's a favela. Yeah. Um, it affects all of us, man. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where we at. We did hot take. We did good song. Uh, we did bad do. song. Uh, did you do favorite track? Least favorite track? You don't have to. Um, I don't know that I necessarily have a least favorite track, just because like it's all like. Yeah, pretty much at a bar like six seven, um, but yeah, I mean definitely like my two favorite I guess are are strike and board on board and violent. Um, although, dirty punk was fun. Dirty punk is a fun song. Dirty punk's fun. Song. Um, l- lyrically, I can't necessarily say. I, I I guess I do like the. I don't know if it's a juxtaposition, but just the the switch. The, of of um beware poisonous or poisonous yeah yeah i feel like that that like lyrically that's one of the more interesting how they flip-flop it you know mm-hmm. and and I, I would definitely say that that um if i were to choose uh some lyrics it would definitely come from from the latter half yeah of beware yeah poisonous, you know um because it's infectious and in your head man yeah man um so yeah, my my hot take for this album is that I obviously I love it. I picked mm-hmm. it. Um, there 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 are a couple tracks that I will skip, you know, and there are a couple tracks where I have to like I look at it and I'm like, or I'll be thinking about it and I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's this song, and then I like click on it and it's not the right song, and it was a different song. So I I completely empathize empathize with you uh, on it all kind of running together uh, to a certain point. Um, but at the same time, it's like I pretty much listen to this album front to back. Um, I might, if I'm in, a, if I'm in a fucking rude mood, I might fucking go on and just listen to fuckers everywhere just for just for the shiggles. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, some of the some of the interesting tracks, like the factory man, like that. Sometimes I'll go on and just listen to that. It's almost like listening to. Uh, it has the same type of vibe as like Troops of Tomorrow by the Exploited. Like this like kind of like where everything's so basic that it has this like kind of lurching like terror almost, which is which is kind of interesting. I think I have the Exploited. Yeah, I definitely have the Exploited on there. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go ahead. And, my dog is snoring. I don't know if you can hear that in the no, background. No, um, cannot. <laughs> she's snoring super loud. Um yeah, I'm gonna have to say that 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 probably my favorite song, oh man, it's it's actually tough for me. It's between bored and violent fuckers everywhere and uh beware poisonous. Um I'm gonna have to say bored and violent just because that's a ripper of an opener. Uh and then least favorite, um probably probably drug shock, just cause it it's not it's not that interesting of a track to me. I tend to skip it a lot just cause it's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a very intense story, but that's, you know, it is what it is. And then, yeah, lyrically, I would have, I would have picked something from uh beware poisonous as well. So, but that, that's, that's pretty much all I have for that. <clears throat> Zang man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So we, uh, we ready to, to pick the next, the next one, I actually look, for, believe it or not, anytime that, that I know that we're recording, I actually look forward to this moment all day. I don't know why. Okay. I, I really like it. <laughs> all right, let's do it, man. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. 
So let's, okay, so we have 44 and 75. Let's see on here after I already, I already rotated through it a couple of times. Okay. Let's see 44. Ooh, Kendrick Lamar is to pimp a butterfly. Ooh, okay. And then what was the other one? 75. See y'all. Oh, yes. Oh, this is going to be a weird one. Squirrel oh. Nut Zipper is perennial favorites. <laughs> Hell yeah! So we're going, we're going from fucking uh, like good hip hop to neo swing. <laughs> Perennial shape. I'm excited. Oh, uh, have you ever listened to Scroll Nut Zippers? Good. I feel like I know a song or two. There's one song called "The Ghost of Stephen Foster" that I 100% guarantee you know. But it's also kind of cool because Stephen Foster is uh, grew up, in, born and raised in Pittsburgh. Hell yeah. Yeah. Little 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 uh little songwriter, horrible alcoholic, horrible alcoholic. Died. Of well, alcohol. I mean, if you're from uh, you Pittsburgh, know, you're and, and, and eight of us all. Tell you what, yeah. If you write camp down, camp down races or camp down ladies, whichever one it was, uh, you can get away with being a, a horrible alcoholic. I don't yeah. think he hurt anybody. I think it was very much self, self, yeah, punishing, which is good. I yeah. Don't, I say, if you're gonna have an alcoholism, I'd rather have it. You know, just keep mm-hmm. it to yourself. So. Give me old Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, so uh, hope you enjoyed this episode of us going off about shit that we didn't know. And uh, we'll see yeah. you in the next episode. See you later, PBs. Bye.